Hey guys, welcome to Feature Creatures DTF Drinks, Tangents, and Flicks. I am your host, Jordana, and with me is the other amazing half of our show, Sam. Hello. Hello. Um, what a week it's been. I feel like you and I have talked, but I feel like we haven't had a chance to like talk, talk. A hundred percent. It's uh, for our friendship. This has been a weird week, I'd say, because I you're legitimately I have like two friend chats that I talk with almost every day. Yeah. I have like these two dudes that I used to do a podcast with, but they're locally my like, my friends. And then yes. there's you. But because of the topic tonight, we haven't really been able to talk for the last week. So it's been kind of it's been, it's been it's been weird. And I and I also very much have been wanting to get into today's topic with you specifically. I know because so where, where I'm at, I, so we didn't get a chance to see scream opening weekend. And then I was supposed to see it on Tuesday. And of course a motherfucking snowstorm just like comes rolling in and I'm like, and, and you know, Greg's like, well, I'm not dying to go see scream. And I'm like, <laughs> mm. Yes, fair. So we had to wait. And it was just like, it was the most horrible thing because wanting to talk to you, trying to avoid spoilers on social media is, it, it, it can't happen. I'm I'm shocked that I did not know what the hell was going on. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty, it's pretty impressive that you did. I, I'll be honest, I didn't run into any spoilers i also was successful i've still never seen the trailer for this movie um which is yes. <laughs> my own thing uh which i try not to see trailers for movies i know i want to see yeah um i didn't i heard people be like oh there's assholes online that are spoiling they like people were like i already you know who saw the early screenings i never ran into any of that I, you know there was like uh you nick that hops on like our chats i think we've had conversations with him quite a few times but he said that someone that's mutual of us like flat out posted who the killer was and i was like man like i didn't but again like when i saw things like even like when i would scroll and i would see anything remotely scream i was like yeah and i did do that as well i was like i don't want it but i also had the fortune uh i I had the fortune fortune i was fortunate enough uh that i was off on the day it came out on friday and Mm -hmm. i went to the very first screening i wanted to go to the 10 a.m screening but they don't have a fucking 10 a.m screening as i found out so uh i had to go to the 1 p.m screening which was the first one at our theater and i was the first person literally the first person in the theater that's awesome and uh was it packed did like did you have a full house for a 1 p.m. on a Friday, I was it wasn't packed, but I mean, I didn't expect it to be because yeah. it's 1 p.m. on a Friday. <laughs> but, <laughs> right. uh, there was probably it was probably about a third capacity, I'd say, like probably about 25, 30 people were in there, which I was kind of surprised by even for that, to be honest. Yeah, totally. But I think that with movies like this, I it's hard to say if I would prefer it or not, because I think like the atmosphere of Scream would be fun to have a, like a bunch of people. Just as long as they're not like the assholes that are talking and oh. doing all that shit. We had someone smoke weed right next to us. Oh, really? That's like, like hit their pen or whatever. And they were, it was a couple and they were talking and we always try to get like in, in the far back to the left. And of course 
like I had a seat, I spaced it and this couple walks in and they're like, and they started talking to her in the, the um, previews. And I was just like, I'm, I'm going to let this slide. And then the movie started and they kept talking and then I smelled it and, and the guy got up and walked away or went down to probably get snacks or whatever. And Greg's like, do you smell weed? <laughs> like, Yes. Totally that's good. that's uh, insanely rude. Like just fucking. I, I have no problem with you getting high and going to the movies. Just yeah. do it in the parking lot. Or like, 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 I just like, it's so annoying, and I just think it's so like. I mean, I, I guess maybe it's not such a big deal nowadays, but it's just the point. Like, it's outside. It's a big deal. I mean, I get. I mean, I get. I get beyond furious when people are disruptive in a movie theater. Like, I mean, I yeah. feel it in my chest. Like I like that type of rage. I feel like, like when people are disruptive, I'll be, I got lucky though. I mean, it was, I had a super awesome crowd. Uh, I think, well, I mean, I think if you came at the very first showing on opening day, you're probably a, a pretty big screen fan or at exactly. least a horror fan. So they were all into it. The I my favorite part of the viewing experience for me, I went alone. Um, uh, I but the dude who was sitting like maybe like three or four seat seats down from me was like the most reactive dude of like in the whole crowd. Like anytime something happened, like I was like I, I started to like look at him like 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 anytime somebody got it, he was like yeah. he was like holy fuck, like <laughs> like Jesus Christ, like he was just like like it was just like these like loud expletives of like he just couldn't believe like the violent and then like when when the reveal happened like like he's like he's like vocally was like he's like i knew it i knew. and i was like i want this dude to be in every movie that i go to from now on like we don't be like excuse me can we just be friends so we yeah. can go to these movies together we can sit separate but as long as you go yeah it was it, i i was very much enjoying my time with i think honestly sitting next to him like yeah. if i'm going on like a letter grade score for this for this movie when we get to the scoring it's yeah. for sure gonna give it like an extra plus like if it, <laughs> if, it, if it's a b it's getting a plus it's getting a b plus for it like all thanks to this guy yeah. i hope he watches i hope like he can see this at some point. like oh i know this guy yeah. i well i feel like i was the same way just because so greg and i went for date night and they had this beer called focal banger and it's from vermont and it's really hard to find it's like heady topper and focal banger so we went to this one place to eat and we were like hope because we saw people posting that they got the beer and we're like do you have heady topper she's like yeah so she comes back she's like oh and i read the menu i saw a focal banger and i wanted to change it she's like i got some really bad news and we're like what she's like we don't have heady topper but we have focal banger i'm like yes yes so she brings it and i we drink our one and i looked at greg i'm like i'm drunk <laughs> and the girl comes back and she's like do you guys want another and before i can say anything he's like yes i'm like oh great so we get to like the movie and i have another beer so during the movie i felt like i was just like like loud telling him about the little pieces and like the things match up and then the reveal i was like ah! and i like made i was like audibly reactive as well but i think it was just due to the alcohol <laughs> it's like i'm just picturing like you thinking you're whispering and you're like i could just imagine you like all the little easter eggs and being yeah. like like you whispering like that's billy <laughs> like, that's in regards to still <laughs> yeah that's, that's jason takes manhattan 
I did see this. I, totally did. I was so excited. I'm like, that's my favorite one. And Greg's like, I know. <laughs> I wasn't obnoxious. I wasn't like super bad because that's horrible. But I was just, I was happy. I was enjoying what I was seeing. Yeah, I, I had a good time. By the way, speaking of just theater experiences, did you get yes. yourself one of these bad boys? Didn't I? I like. I think the guy thought I was a total creep because I was sitting there with my beer, and Greg went to the bathroom, and I'm like, "Hey!" And he turns around, and he's like, "Yes." I'm like, "Do you have the scream scream cups?" And he's like, "No." And and he was just so monotone, and I'm like, "Okay." And then he's he turns back around, he's like, "Well, we had like the posters." But they were like the small posters. He's like, we had those in the beginning, but that's all that we got from for this one. And I just sat there. I'm like, oh, and and then it was just awkward again. And then he walked away. I'm like, OK, <laughs> I wanted to ask if he had a poster laying around. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that would have been the night, the next logical thing to happen in that conversation. No, but he cut that shit right off. He was like, I'm not talking anymore. But I love that cup. It is. It, it is amazing. Really cool. It's really cool. And uh I love Ghostface on top, and I love just like I, I I think Ghostface is one of my favorite masks. I think so. It's it's so simple, and I guess there was like three of these toppers. You it just depended which one you got. Yeah, um, he's like in different poses. That's what I've told been told. Nice. Uh, I asked because I only reason I got it because I because everybody was buying them like a week beforehand. You know, like I, I saw like and I was like, oh, and I just I was like, I'm the first fucking one here because i'm a nerd <laughs> i was and i saw the thing and i was like do you have any of those and he's like yeah yeah man he got it for me and yeah. uh and then i i wanted the popcorn bucket too that's what i wanted and i was like hey i'm like do you have both mm -hmm. and then he looked at me like i was a moron and he's like there's only one cup sir and i was like all right i'm not gonna follow yeah. this up with i'm trying to get a fucking popcorn bucket like i'm i feel like a child who's being scorned I, like, I so i took my toy my, my little toy figure and i went in the theater i think it's reasonable to ask you the popcorn bucket yeah. and also too like fuck you because obviously scream is an adult movie so they made these toys for us hello well yeah. i i feel like it was like a, a a huge thing like everyone was ordering the popcorn buckets and the cups and there were some that were reselling them for like hundreds of dollars which i think is complete bullshit i it get it ridiculous. I, I understand but like 200 and something like maybe ten dollars more but don't be a dick like let people have something yeah it's ridiculous mm -hmm. i mean i saw yeah like going for like 150 bucks and i'm like it's for for something that I mean, honestly, I didn't even pay for this. Like, I like <laughs> I, I had a, I had a gift card. Like, I, oh, I was gonna say, uh, did you steal that? <laughs> yeah, he, he, he. I was like, fuck the popcorn, and I grabbed it and I ran. Uh, <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, no, it's just insane to to be upcharging like that. I think it's ridiculous. I I, I understand. I get collectibles. I understand that, but for a franchise that is loved by so many people, I think it's completely a dick move also being a fan to to pull some shit like that that's just me i'm sorry if anyone listening did it but i do think that was a dick move yeah it is definitely a dick move it's just fucking being it's predatory behavior is all it is yes um yeah so like i guess we can just say tonight we this is like my mine and sam's therapy session and our discussion of scream so this is this is what it's what it's gonna be about tonight scream six Ripley. <laughs> um, Ripley is getting closer and closer to like trying to be on camera every time we record. Yeah, he's like up in my shit. Get, what are you doing? 
Uh, anyway, uh, yes, this is the sc- this is the Scream episode. Uh, so if you haven't figured it out, we're gonna be talking Scream Six. So please, if you haven't seen it, or if you are um, really, or, or if you care about Scream and your or and spoilers. We're going to be talking the whole plot from beginning to end. Yes. Um, and we also very much intend to probably jump through the uh, previous five uh, at, yeah. in some form or another. So spoiler alert for those movies, too, I guess. Yeah. If you haven't seen Scream and you don't want to hear anything that has to do with it, don't watch this episode. If you haven't seen Six, don't watch it. And if you haven't and then you go see it, come back and watch it and tell us. How wrong. Yeah, tell us how wrong we are. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, it's weird because so I waited for so long. I feel, and I, by so so long, I mean like five days. Yeah, really. But it felt like forever, and it's still, it's, it's funny because it's so divided. Again, it's like either people absolutely loved it or people fucking hated it, and it's just so weird. See, I will say from what I'm seeing, I'm seeing mostly love. Yeah, uh, I, I've seen like one or two accounts that I follow, and that's not—they're not right or wrong. It's just that are that seem. It seems like if you didn't like this movie, you really didn't like it. But I—I'd th- say it seems maybe like an eighty-twenty split. Most, I think most people were either like it's pretty good or really fucking loved it. It seemed like. Yeah, and I'm like seeing people's rankings and seeing how high it is. So it'll be fun because we really haven't like asked each other if we really enjoyed it, like the, our take on it. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy to like discuss it and then give our two cents about it. Well, uh, I, I guess you just want to jump right in at the very top of the movie. Yeah, let's do it. So what do you think about the? I mean, every great, every great screen movie starts with a, a, a great opening kill. And this is a very unique one. I actually really like the, the kill. It's unique. And also too, I think it's crazy how people called her to be the opening kill because everyone was like, when she got casted, it was like, Oh my God, so excited. And then people were like, if she's the opening kill and it's like, well, there you go. It, it, it only made sense for her to be, it's Samara weaving is the opening kill. Um, and to me, that's kind of the, tr- isn't that the trope of these movies? They cast a, a bigger actress that, yes. or bigger, usually an actress, but big, bigger actress, uh, than is really required for the part. You know, it started with Drew Barrymore as Casey, my favorite kill in the whole franchise. Yes. Uh, and then what I think, uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, Will Smith's wife, I, Jaden Smith, um, and yeah. then Cotton was three, um, which is the only one that really doesn't follow that trope. Yeah, and then um, True Blood chick uh, Anna Paquin, uh, yes, in four. Yes, and Kristen Bell and like all like the the different like the stab movies and stuff, which I thought was kind of like you know because that was like a that was like a different opening too. Yeah, so I, this like. Totally made sense to me. Um, I, I liked the the way that you know it, it all played out, um, and then, I mean, I it, I don't okay. I, I guess here's my thoughts. What happened? Okay, right <laughs> after Samara Weaving gets stabbed, just boom! Like it, yeah. it's a pretty fucking. Vi- I mean, the violence level in this movie is by far the most violent scream movie ever. 
it's like yeah like it was the the the, the i was like wow like that was like something behind it so i'm like okay you know try, try and i like her being the teacher so i'm like all right and then and then we get and i was almost like oh shit and i think yes. they did this was really smart on their part they mm -hmm. have this the the killer take the mask off and you're like, Oh, this is a guy I've never seen before. And then you're like, Oh, and, and my head, my head starts turning at that point. I'm like, I'm conflicted inside. I'm like, wow. What if we get a scream movie where we know who the killer is the whole time? Like that's never been done before. But I, then I'm also like my, I'm having that internal battle. The other side of me is like, but half the fun is pick is trying to find, figure out who the killer is. Yes. But it, it was all for not because. <laughs> because uh, it was completely. Yes. yes. What did you think of that? I liked, I liked it. I liked that it was back to like the phone call. I mean, I know like they all were on the phone, but I felt like, cause with me, full disclosure, I really did not like five. So the whole opening scene with Tara, because I felt like you cannot, even I know that they weren't trying to copy it. You cannot duplicate Drew Barrymore. You can't like, it was very similar. And I felt like, bah, like, please don't do that. So with this one, I liked that she was the, the, the teacher and the film. So you're getting that you're like, okay, this is tying in. And then when the mask came off, I was like, oh shit. Like we get to see who the killer is. And I thought the same thing. I'm like, are we going to know the whole time? Which I was conflicted as well, but I was like, that would be completely different. That'd be something that they would never, like, I don't think that they would do, it would be super ballsy for them to do that. So um, that was, that was, it was different. So then when they get back, when he gets back to the apartment and Jason takes Manhattan was on, I was so fucking excited. That they did that little nod because I was wanting a Jason takes Manhattan somewhere in this movie. It, it had to be done. Like had it, to had be done. To, it had to be. And the opening like sequence was awesome. So that was cool. So what did you think about like the whole, um, like the motive, like in that sense, like, I know it's, it's small, but. Okay. So, I mean, in that sense, yeah. So look, and before I yes. get to that, can I say, cause here's the thing. Yes. Ultimately I do like this movie. Um, and I read it out and just to be upfront about it here, we know this. I really, really enjoyed five, yes. um, five, like did something to me inside. I don't know. Like I saw it and I loved it and I've seen it multiple times. It's yep. whatever. Um, this one does have a lot of things in it that I was like, this is still kind of fucking stupid. Like, and one of them is like, and I know it's scream, it's tongue in cheek, it's yeah. meta. I get it. But yes. I'm like, when they're like, you know, Samara Weaving's like, I teach a class on slashers. And I was like, there's no fucking class on slashers. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> number one. And then I was like, number two. And then she's like, you can really like, you know, it, it, the, 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 a generation slashers really tell a lot about people like you know like how the the, the sex and the tits in the 80s and all this other shit and i was like go fuck yourself i want you to die now like <laughs> you you did it you said way too much <laughs> i i was like this is all right so a little bit there i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna pick a little bit at some of the dumb stuff but that was one of them please please pick because i thought I... no yeah. that's no 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 i, I was saying i, I was saying go your, so, yes. <laughs> then I'll lead in with this. So I did not care for five, which after we talk about six, you would think that I, I, I didn't 
absolutely hate this one. There was more enjoyable moments that we will definitely talk on in like chase scenes and stuff that I was super hyped to see again. But then that follows with a lot of shit that I was just like, oh my God, like, you know, we've seen this stuff, you know, this, so you're right. Like that kind of, I was like, okay, whatever. And then the dialogue in the house with the guy on the phone with the other killer, I was just, just, I don't know, something about when he gets killed and he was like, but we have to finish the movie or like whatever. I was just like, oh my God. Like, I don't know. I, there was, there was, there was parts that I liked about the opening. And then there was parts that I just thought were like, okay. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. So like I, I, the Samara weaving part I thought was great. Yes. And then we get the part where, okay, this is the reveal. You know, your, your, your nerves are a little bit settled because turns out the killer who killed Samara weaving is also part of the opening kill because the, the true ghost face is going to kill him. So basically there's two guys. If you, for anyone who crazy reason isn't listening or hasn't seen it, but some people don't like to see the movies. Um, there's two college kids who are basically uh, just like every other s- killer in the fucking franchise after one is basically a, a, a stab freak, a stab yeah. uh, fanatic. And yeah. they're planning on killing, just starting a killing spree and then killing and ultimately uh, killing, I believe, uh, Sam, Tara, yes. Gail, basically repeating the plot of five. Um, yes. That's their plan. And we see Tara in the opening scene because she's like going to a party. So you see their interaction. Yeah. And she knows this guy. Yeah. Yes. And you see that whole, you know, you're going to this party type deal. So you already know like that there's a a presence about these sisters, you know, like people in New York, like even though they're in New York City and they're far away from Woodsboro, people know who they are, which, you know what I mean? Like, of course, people are going to know because it was you know, everything that happened was kind of big. Yeah. But almost in a, I would say like a a weird way, Mm -hmm. like, and I get it. That's part of the plot. Is it like misinformation is used as a weapon against the sisters, but it seems like nobody gives a fuck about, about Tara. They're all like, yeah, let's party with Tara and (laughs) let's get Tara drunk and, and, and fuck her. And, uh, and then everyone, when it it comes to Sam, they're all like throwing shit at her. (laughs) Yeah, the devil's spawn. Oh, oh, wait, real quick. I wanted to, so the only reason I'm ooing because I I thought of this was I wanted to ask you who, did you have someone in mind? Like, did you have a theory of who the killer was going going in? Yeah, because I know that you didn't, you you didn't see the trailer. You didn't really know like who characters were. Did you have any sort of like theories with the cast? Yeah. Um. I, I I guess a little bit. I went in. I went in thinking that one of the that the killer or one of the killers or whatever you know. I kind of went in thinking that it was going to be an already established character. Yes. I I kind of I I thought it might like honestly for the first like thirty minutes of the movie, mm-hmm. I was like, I wonder if it's Tara. I was like, I, cause t- you know, like they're showing Sam being all fucked up and whatnot. And obviously 
you know, she would be the easy one to be like, well, she is already mentally unstable, like, you know, bit. Uh, but I was like, I don't know, maybe it's Tara, maybe it's a legacy character, like it, everybody's favorite stew. Uh I know, and like that because I I don't know if I was like reaching, but throughout the movie I was like, hmm, 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 like thinking how he could be back in. Cause you know, we did get Kirby. And they planted the seed. It could happen in the. It could. It's. It's still not out of the realm of possibility. I don't really know how logically you could write it that it would actually make fucking sense. Oh, I have thought about this, and when we get to the end, I have theories, and I think that if they wanted to do this stew thing, they could totally do it in seven, and it might. I don't know because I don't want to jump all over the place, but I feel like this is mirroring the first trilogy. The only. It definitely is mirroring the first trilogy. The only and, and, thing I yes. would say is if it is Stu, would Stu want to hurt Sam? He Let's be real about it. Stu was in love with Billy. Uh, would he want to hurt Sam? You know, that's, that, that's my only, like, 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 no, that's not my only problem. We have to bring him back from the fucking dead. That's first <laughs> off. But right. secondly is I'm like, I just, you know, I, I guess you, again, mentally unstable. So you could fucking write it however you want. But I'm thinking that it's going to be one of them because I thought it was Sam. I, I, I totally took, I was thinking that this is going to be bla like, they're blatantly throwing this in our face that it's going to be one of them. And I thought that a lot of people would think Tara, but I thought it was going to be Sam because I just think I was thinking she'll snap. And because she already saw Billy, she already saw her dad in the first one and had, you know, those hallucinations. Got the, got the killer instinct. Yes. the ki And so I was like, it's totally going to be Sam or both of them like that. Because I, I honestly, a lot of people like maybe were thinking Kirby because she was coming back. People were like, well, if she comes back and they kill her, that would be bullshit. Or maybe she's the killer. But I was so set in my ways that it was Sam. But anyway, I just wanted to ask if you had yeah. any. No, that's a great question. You know, going into it because what, what what led me to that when we're talking about partying? Oh, partying with Tara. And then, you know, like the first scene after the opening kill was her with her therapist. Yeah. Uh, we are skipping over one thing real quick. Um, oh. I Which I think in all technicality is the most violent kill in Scream history. Yes. Uh, they open. So the they kill fucking uh, the, the, the guy. Whatever. Yes. I don't know his name. The 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 opening guy. We'll just call him that. I don't know. The, the, Jason. The, Jason. Okay. Yes. Uh, he's on the phone playing hide and seek with fucking. Uh, he thinks is his friend or the other killer, yep. a, a proposed killer. Yes. Um, you're right. They kind of the guy's way too dumb on the phone. Uh, like he should have figured out that's not his friend. It's very obvious. But very obvious. he opens the fridge and he finds his friend. Which, I mean, again, I've only seen it once in theaters, but in my mind, I think he was fucking hacked to pieces. Like, totally, because the head was over here. Yeah. Like, the limbs, like, some of his limbs were here and his other limbs were there. And I was like, I was, because, not, like, from terror, but, like, I'm, like, into the gore. So I was like, fuck, yes, like, this is going to be, I hope that there's more. Because I felt like in the last couple, it was just, like, other than Forks, I know there was, like, the bedroom scene with her guts hanging out. But in Five, I didn't feel like we had a lot of, like, over-the-top gore or different types of killings other than... Agreed. Just, you know just I mean? a, a stabby stab. Uh, yeah. But even... 
I personally, well, first of all, it, I, it's by far like, I mean, granted, you only see it and you don't see it actually the act happen, but yeah, this is the first time Ghostface, to my knowledge, has ever like, you know, mutilated a person to the point that they are in pieces. Yes. Uh, Scream is, in my honest uh, opinion, I, I never really have thought of, it's not really a gore movie, a franchise for me. It usually is just like a yeah. stabby stab movie. A song. Like, a, like a stalker movie. But the violence in this movie and in the meta, which it's Scream, we gotta have a big meta explanation from some character. Yes. Mindy is always in this series. Um, explains that, and it is you know that this is the this is now a franchise which i guess we're skipping ahead there but um yes the, i know the, you're getting it yes the gore is absolutely amped up this is by far the most violent uh, of them and yeah. i would also argue i and it, you know without going too far ahead what did you think about the way Ghostface was portrayed here. And what I mean by this is, and me, this Ghostface is the first one that I'm like, this feels different. Like, yes. it's not a stocky, he's, he's not a stocky guy. He's not a slow moving guy. He's not, this Ghostface is basically like, I'm. he's pissed off and he is aggressive and he is coming straight at you. And that's how I felt too. Cause I was like, there's something different with this because this is like, like th thought out, you know what I mean? And they must've known a lot if they already knew that these people were trying to be the killer. Do you know what I mean? So right away I was like, there's in insight. There's so, intel. I, I felt like it, like there was like an intel, like some sort of insider job and like angry, kind of like skillful in the sense of like killing like someone, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like if I were to kill someone, I wouldn't know how to like take apart the body. Yeah. I would just be like a little, like a, oops, like a stabby stab and then like, oh run, shit, run, run away. Run away. <laughs> like, that's all I could do. So you're right. I felt like this is going to be different. And then I kind of thought like seasoned, like someone who has maybe like killed in the past. So then that brought up my, you know, cause always in the back of my head, I thought could, could Stu come back because we have Kirby. I, I thought the same thing too. Plus you have the, the the mask that is being worn is the it, it is the original mask this is yeah. in storyline uh this is um billy's mask specifically uh, well wait let me rephrase that i don't think that is true actually i'm sorry at each killing i'm sorry i should rephrase he's wearing a mask of a previous ghost face and I love, I loved that i thought that that was so awesome that they were like talking about the killers so like we'll touch on that because there there was one part that i wanted to bring up and i think you probably know which one i'm talking about because i'm a total advocate for that person um but so i love that idea i love that it was a different mask at each site because it was very scream to me yeah it, and it was especially if you're like a huge franchise fan like like we are yes. it's it was sort of fun to for each killer to get a little bit just a little just a little bit of a uh, story, you know, oh, this was, you know, Roman and blah, blah, blah. He did this and this was, you know, Stu and yeah. you know, like they, you got a little bit of just a little bit, just a, just a pinch of throwback for each killer. And yeah. it was a nice homage. I think it was nice too, because like I was telling you earlier, my mom, she just watched the franchise because my mom hates scary movies, but she just watched the Scream franchise in two days and she watched the Halloween franchise in two days. So the whole Halloween franchise minus 
minus the Rob Zombie ones and minus uh, Season of the Witch because I told her, I said, you don't really need that one. Like I told her what I enjoyed about it. Um, and she's like, okay, I'll skip it. But she watched every single one. Oh, and she didn't watch Resurrection because I told her about it. I mean. But she, she loved H2O. Does she Not need to see Resurrection? I know. I was like, mom, there's Busta Rhymes. She's like, I already got LL Cool J in H2O. She's like, I don't know if I need Busta. I, mean, she, I think she's fine. <laughs> yeah, and then she loved Paul Rudd in The Curse. Like, so it was, it was fun. But meaning that like like you said it's fun for us who know the franchise to get those easter eggs and to get that like acknowledgement of previous characters that we could love or like we know as a part of it but it's nice for people who don't know you know too much about it because when she goes to see it she'll be like oh it's familiar so i like how they did that yeah it'll they did it well enough that i think realistically like not that I think many, you know, many people are watching this without seeing at least some of the other ones, but you realistically could watch this movie and you, and never seen one through five and you would understand what was going on. I mean, you, you might not, you might be like, you know, at the end of the movie, you might be like, why is this bitch seeing people? But like, like, other than that, you'd probably be fine. (laughs) Exactly. And I, I, I also liked it too, because I liked the, the way they did it instead of the in your face, um, like not, I'm trying to think of some, like a good example. Cause I, I never have like a really good example to like, to, to say what I'm trying to say, but I don't know. I just felt like there was a lot of stuff that happened in five. That was just kind of like, not like super forceful, but I felt like this was like small and easy and it wasn't like overkill. I, it'll come, it'll come I to you. But you don't, you don't, yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, which I think is a positive and a detriment to this movie, in my opinion. So here's, I'll be just uh, like, I think five and granted, I look at this as a trilogy. They kind of, I think after the success of the first one, they pretty much planned this to be a trilogy and who the fuck knows you may get more. Um, You and I talked previously that we kind of see scream as a franchise is we see it as trilogy one, and yep. trilogy two, and then the redheaded stepchild is four, which just kind of it, it doesn't really fit anywhere. It's just there. There. And I and, and and it's so funny that you say that because we get something so big as Kirby. You know what I mean? Like, and and I will full disclosure because I know that we can speak freely with, with one another and it's never like uh you know, like dissing each other, but I didn't see the big deal about Kirby. I still don't see the big deal about Kirby. Um, I felt like it was trying to like replace Randy and for anyone that's listening, Randy is super important character to me. And I wish that instead of trying to do a filler of Randy, they would have just kept him alive to keep him in the fucking franchise. That's just me. So I'm with you. You, you know that I think that the, well, first off, I don't know if Randy should have lived all the way to six. I don't know about no, that, but no. I think he should have gotten it eventually, but I, we, we are definitely in agreement that, two was way too early to take him out. I think even the writer of two said that, you know, he didn't know the, they, they were writing it as if we're only getting two. So like, that's why he did it. He's like, if I had known we were going to keep going, like I would have kept him alive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But you're right. I, I am actually with you. I know Kirby has a lot of fans, um, but to me, Kirby is just like you said, it's, 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 it's girl Randy. Yes. And I and I, I think it's a pretty girl too, and that probably helps fans to be like, uh, yes. but realistically, didn't really do that for me. And then 
honestly, now you have Mindy, which at least Mindy is related to Randy. Yes. And Mindy is better at this than like playing the horror nerd. I buy Mindy. I don't really me, buy Kirby. I, like, yeah. Me, yes, me too. Because I felt like Kirby was so forced. Like that one scene that everyone loves when she's like naming off all the, the remakes, you know, when she was saying it and people were like, well, I'm just like, you know, it just, it felt super forced. I didn't feel like she, I don't know. I just, I wasn't into it. And, and it leads me into like the casting of four. You know, Emma Roberts, everyone thinks that Jill's one of the best ghost face. And for me, I feel like I saw this like sibling related to Sydney type deal in three. And I loved Roman and I don't really, I get it. It was like a, like a twist at the end, but I just, I, I didn't like Jill. So Jill's my second least favorite. Only, only you know, who number my, well, number one, I guess number the the last of the last i think 11 now uh yeah, <laughs> uh, I, yeah. I, I, if i'm doing my math right uh yeah. but whatever it would be roman is my least favorite just because i don't like scream three but yeah. um jill is is right right there one spot above him but i i don't like jill either i just i don't really particularly like four it doesn't yeah. fit anywhere like i'm like it, it just i don't know it just four feels it, like it just it just did it, it has no place in my opinion like one through three is a is a complete story yes. and i think five through seven are going to be a complete story and then four just throw the there. throw the it just you throw that one out of the box set like <laughs> i don't know the only positive thing i will say about four is that it, it introduced a new generation of scream fans and in and, and i'm an advocate for is if these movies are still going and we have ghostface on the screen and there's potential to have you know, them, the longevity of these franchises and like horror movies in general being in mainstream, I'm happy. And like people who enjoyed it, I'm super happy for you because I know how I feel about the first three. They mean a lot to me, the characters, all that stuff means so much to me. So I'm happy that people have that. But like you said, after we watched it, I watched it in theaters with like my best friend who I saw Scream 2 with in theaters. You know what I mean? Like we have this connection. When I saw it at the end, we were like, what what the fuck was that like it just it didn't feel i'm a hundred percent with you even at, and like i know it wes it's his last movie he made before he passed mm -hmm. um and, and here's the thing i don't hate four it's my second to least favorite i'll tell you that much but um it's uh i can watch it and enjoy it but i do not get the same joy that i get out of watching the others even though i dislike scream three because mm -hmm. of roman mm -hmm. i because it's it's that full at least the first three feel like a complete story i there's parts of it i still get enjoyment out of even though i don't like the movie as a whole like does that make sense it totally does. And you know what's funny? Because I just, I rewatched three um, the night before, or maybe like the, or whatever, but before going, because like I always, I skipped four when I, when I went and saw five and I skipped four and five to go see that just because I, I know what it is. Yeah. But when I watched three, I felt like we got the most emotion. And I think I've talked to you about this before and I've said it recently, the most emotion from Sydney, like, in one, you see her like combative. She's tough, and you know that like she's battling her demons with 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 Billy and everything that's happening, right? Mm -hmm. Then you see her in two, still not gonna break, but she's still like you know the the walls are super high. Yeah. In three, you see her crumble. 
you see uh, when after the uh, house scene and she sees Ghostface in there and she comes out and Dewey consoles her and she's crying and you see her cry. She's like, it was my mother. And you actually see Nev Campbell like tears and you feel like that emotion. And then you feel when she's talking to Kincaid in the cop station and, you know, she's, she's talking about her mom. I feel like we got so much from her. Is three or four, now that I'm thinking of it, the one where uh, Sydney is like living in the woods secluded? Which one is that? That's three. That's three. Okay, that's the one. Yeah. And I, I, I hate the, I hate the mother angle. Like I hated that whole thing when she's like at the window and she like looks like Linda Blair and you know, mommy want like that. I was like, this is kind of cheesy, but I felt like the other interactions that we got. And I feel like at the end with Roman, as much as Roman, and I think not to go off on a tangent, but I think that the whole Roman thing was so quickly put together because of the original the, getting busted. Yep. The leak, the whole, yeah, the whole leak. But I, I, when he's dying and she's holding his hand, I just feel like, and when she's yelling at him, like when she's like, God damn it, this is, you know, get grow the fuck up or whatever. She's screaming to him. I feel like, I love Nev in, as Sydney in that one the most. Like I, I, I love her in one and two and, and three, but I feel like she just gave so much in three. And that's what I, I remember I, her as. I get that for sure. Uh, I mean, like I said, I, I don't like Roman. I think it feels very soap opery uh, to me. Like the, there's the brother you didn't know you had, whatever. Yeah. And then also like, there's just some super cheesy moment. Like, I remember like even being, I don't know how old I was when it came out, but I remember seeing it. And like when Roman, like I get, well, Roman ghost face, whatever you want to do, like <laughs> Ninja star throws the fucking knife, but like he has the, but he has the, uh, I don't know, ninja skills that he learned to not. To, so he knocked him out because he hits him with the backside of the knife. Cause he didn't want to kill him. He went, I'm like, what the fuck is like? He's not a fucking super agent. What are we doing here? <laughs> And also that part. He's a dork. All in all, he's a fucking movie dork. When they're in the house. And and it's so funny because it's com like it makes me laugh. And I know it's not supposed to, but I fucking die. Is when they're in the house and what's his name? Oh my god. The one that plays. Oh, I can't think of his name right now. But he's like, oh shit. And like he's punching, like Roman's punching Dewey. And then he says, oh shit. And he punches him. And you have like Parker Posey. I'm like, this is like. This is like a, it feels like a, a scary movie. I was gonna say, yeah, it, 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 it gives off like Three Stooges vibes. <laughs> you just like, I remember two and three when Cotton got hit in the beginning, you heard like the boom noise. Mm -hmm. I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, this is so cheesy, but I think it's so cheesy that I love it. But anyway, I know like we went off on the tangent, but that's in the name. I, uh, and I felt like, I miss it in this one. Like I knew she wasn't, I, I, I had a feeling that she wasn't going to make like any real cameos or appearances, but I just, I, I think I really missed it in this one. I, I did. So I, I was firmly believing that that, that they were sort of intentionally causing drama so that they could swerve us and that yes. she popped up yep. uh, or did some sort of cameo. I thought, I was in that, that camp. I went in thinking like, no, there's no fucking way Sydney's not in this movie. Yeah. That being said, and I love Sid, yes. and I'm all for it. I'm actually kind of glad. I think in the end, I'm glad she wasn't in the movie. My biggest issue with this movie 
are the legacy characters. And I can't believe I'm saying that, but I, I'm like, I, I no. call it, I call it like star Wars syndrome. Like I think the, and I, I am not the biggest star Wars fan. I love the original three and I've watched most of the other ones at a certain point. I think that like the star Wars franchise, and I think they're finally starting to learn this because yeah. all of their successes, like their biggest successes now are not attached to Luke and Leia and Han. Like you, you eventually have to say goodbye to that, you know, that and tell new stories within the same universe and like Mandalorian and all that's doing that and yeah. getting rave reviews and doing big numbers. I am sort of kind of thinking, I think that that's what needs to happen here. I mean, do I really, here's the deal. Do I really in my head, do I want to see in 20 more years, do I want to see Sydney in some sort of shitty Jamie Lee Curtis situation like she was in with fucking Halloween? Like, do I want that? Uh, no, but I kind of like these new teenager characters. So let's stick with them for a little while. And and maybe when they get too old, there's always more bodies to, you know. <laughs> There's always more family tree lines. There's always some connection to something. And I, I agree because this one, I liked the character, the newer characters more in this one. And I felt like, I mean, I didn't really care too much about Kirby and like, we'll, we'll, we'll divulge. Yes. I really, I really enjoyed them this time, but they, they felt more like they liked each other this time <laughs> and connected. And you didn't have like all these other like, side characters you know mingled into the mix because it's like well, who are we getting but I, for me gail felt out of place a hundred percent totally out of place the kirby a hundred percent kirby i don't i don't get it i mean Kirby's I irrelevant in this movie totally well she is and then she's used as like a fucking pawn at the end as like a anyway i, I just i didn't think it was necessary to bring her back and i don't understand Gail. And we'll touch on that when we progress through the scenes because there was a lot of shit that really just irked me. And like they you you got rid of Dewey. You know what I mean? Like let's let's kind of you're 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 yeah. I I mean it's my biggest issue with the movie, but um and I think we'll probably I, I think I know what part of the script we'll probably talk about it, but because I have a feeling you're gonna feel the same way. Yes. Um all right, let's move a little bit further through the script here. Yes, so I say um, we're still like right in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, so uh, at that point, um, what what happens real quick after there? Uh, okay, yes. Then we cut to Sam is in. Oh, wait, wait, oh, wait, wait. There's a great line though. I, I'm sorry, one line. Yes, which I love yep. because this is also what separates this fucking ghost face from every other ghost face ever. Mm -hmm. Even though the reveal is similar, I love the line of, well, are we going to finish the movie? Because every ghost face is obsessed with movies, right? Yes. This one isn't. Who gives a fuck about movies? And I was like, yes! I was like in the theater. Like, yes. I wanted to like, like, I wanted to look at the guy next to me and be like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, I was like, waiting for that line delivery of what he was going to say. And then when they said that, I was like, okay. All right. All right. So All right. We're not getting no fucking movie dork. All right. <laughs> yes. And, and then I love, I just love when it cuts, when it does, like, you know, it's going to cut to the, the title card. 
no matter why i love when it does that yeah yes uh i did as well i just wanted to talk about that line which is kind of i didn't really think about it at the time but it does very much lean into the fact that like this ghost face is a little bit different he's not trying to make some fucking movie he's not trying to do that he is very pissed off well he they whatever uh very very pissed off uh and uh and it comes through very well and very well done i think the aggression was felt you could tell this was going to be from a personal stance um all right uh so we cut to uh sam uh is in a therapy session um which was like the fastest way to go from zero to a hundred in a therapy session. She apparently has been seeing this therapist for months and then is like not telling him anything. And then um, he gets her to open up and she tells, which tells him about, you know, the, who her father was and what happened to her in Woodsboro. And then he immediately is like, I can't see you anymore, which I was like, I'm turning you in. I was like, Turning you in? I was like, turning you in for what? <laughs> like, for the stuff that happened? Like, and that's why it was like, okay, so wh- why are we focused on this right away? And Because I, I don't know if you're like that, but when I watch a movie like this for the first time, I'm like, this means something. This means something. Why is, you know, and my mind is just going. I'm like, why is he turning her in for talking about Billy Loomis being her dad and the shit that happened? Because everyone knew what happened. Yeah, I mean, I guess... I think there was some line in there about, um, you know, like, oh, well, because she said that, like, she, when she got her revenge and she killed Richie, um, that she's like, I liked it. Like, it felt yeah. good. Yeah. And then, but I'm like, and he's like, well, I have to, I'm going to report you because, you know, you could be a, a danger. And I was like, I don't fucking think that's how that works, dude. Like, <laughs> and yeah, also, she- like, Goop, you can't Google her and be like, huh, this guy stabbed, like, and murdered all of her friends. And, attempted to murder her who gives yeah. a fuck if she stabbed him 20 times like so so she's the bad guy yeah, yeah. Exactly. and like what the fuck you know like i, I don't know it just and then worst i knew, therapist ever worst <laughs> like, therapist ever and then i'm thinking i know what's gonna happen to you buddy yeah and you're like because then at that point you're i'm kind of like all right well i hope you fucking get it <laughs> like, <laughs> I hope you get it like the fridge guy yeah like that's like shitty fucking that, what what a great way to help your patient. No, but then that made me like again. I was thinking, it's her, and I I think I even looked at Greg. I'm like, it has to be her, because just like being able to talk about it, and then like you know her getting turned in. I just thought it was going to just send her off on this like downward spiral, you know. And then because we 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 do see her being attacked throughout the movie mm-hmm. by other, you know what I mean? Like you you see that. So I thought it was just like the setup for what was going to happen. Uh, it's interesting. Cause I, 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 I didn't, I never saw that. I, yeah. I, 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 but I did because your mind sees what you want to see. I think mm-hmm. I, for the first like 20 minutes, I think maybe half hour. I mm-hmm. was like, I think after a half an hour I settled on, okay, it's ain't, it's not Sam or Tara. Uh, but I was like, I was like, well, Tara wasn't here at this scene. So it could have been her. You know, I was like, yeah. Um, yeah, well, let's go. Okay, so we get to the introduction of some new characters. Sam, uh, after that, goes to her apartment. We meet uh, Quinn Bailey and Ethan Landry, uh, which Quinn is their roommate, and Ethan is uh, who do, oh, he was uh, he's Chad's roommate, 
Yes. Um, yes. And basically, uh, tell Quinn tells uh, Sam that she that uh, Tara went to a party, and uh, Sam is super, super, super protective and uh, goes to the party to uh, basically get her. And then I like I liked what happened at this party though. I'm not gonna lie, I liked it. But I, I'm, I'm a fan of a of a of a, a bully or douchebag getting just getting getting up, getting punched in the old face. Yeah, getting fucking called out and punched in the face. Exactly. Uh, Tara's drunk, and some douchey frat guy uh, is trying to get her up into his room, uh, which she's kind of like, uh, I don't know. And then she's like, fuck it, sure. And then. Which I is an interesting take because she's not necessarily she kind of knows what's going to happen up there. It seems right. like, but, but it seems like she didn't give a fuck. Like, okay, I'm going to grow up. This is what's going to happen in college, and I was like, oh shit. Yeah, and then we get a part that I just I'm always a fan of. Uh, I believe Mindy. Oh, and we also meet Mindy and well, meet meet Mindy. We know Mindy. Mindy and Chad are at the party. Um, yeah. and Mindy's with her new girlfriend, which I don't know the girlfriend's name. Annika. Oh, good. Good fucking memory. Yeah, um, <laughs> I like their little play. They're good there. But I like when M Mindy sees what's happening and Mindy, it goes and gets Chad uh, and Chad basically fronts on the dude. And then mm -hmm. the dude is, uh, I, I believe, does Chad? No, Chad doesn't do anything to him. He, no, no, they do get into a fight. They do get into a fight, right? He like stops it and he like does his little like, hey man, da 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 da. And then Sam pops in. Yeah, that they're about to fight, and then Sam pops in and so, like acts like she's breaking it up, and then tases him right in the balls, oh, yeah. uh, which Tases is great. <laughs> yes. What'd you think of the scene? I I thought it was awesome. I thought that I mean, afterwards though, like okay, so the scene was awesome, but I was just like, how is this? How are we gonna follow Tara? Which again made me think, okay, is she is she going down that dark path? Like, how is her character development going to be in this one? You know what I mean? Because when they were walking back, she was like, why do you always have to, you know? And I was like, this is, this, this could be interesting. See, and that's where, I, this is where my Tara theory was kind of, I was like, okay, wait, she's getting pissed mm -hmm. off because she's not in control of her own life. And she, mm -hmm. you know, this, and this thing that happened to her, whether she wants it to or not, sort of defines her entire life. Like, yep. I was like, ah that could push somebody to snap yes uh, and that's because i had i thought the same thing i i was more sam than i was tara but i i even think i said before it could be both of them yeah I mean, just, absolutely. like a tag team you know and also too and i forgive me because i like i said i had some drinks but we still don't know who the mom is i mean we we hear in this one but like who is she um I don't but you know what I mean? Like I feel like we know we the dad, but I, like when there, are we getting that introduction? I mean, it had to be somebody from the first movie, right? Or or so in that time period when he was 18. Uh I mean, I, and I know that's not I mean it is relevant to what I'm saying, but I just I want to like I want to know because we know the background of the dad. Here's like, the reality. I, it should be super easy to find out because Scream One is an incredibly white movie, and yes, <laughs> I mean it was, joke, it was a joke, but like obviously the mother has to be Hispanic, so yeah. like I'm like Scream One is like one of the whitest movies of the '90s, so like eh, you know <laughs> who is it? But you know what they you know they they had a theory 
on TikTok of when, um, oh my God, oh my God, was it Chrissy? Hey, Chrissy, when Billy and Sid are having their interaction after he went to jail mm-hmm. and she was walking away and like Sid and, Bill, Sid and Billy were like talking, someone said, because wasn't it said in here it was Christina Carpenter? Chrissy Carpenter, didn't they like drop the name somewhere in the movie in this one, like who the mom was? Because I was like, think that does sound correct. I believe. I mean, we've only seen the movie once now, so it's hard to know. But I, I think that sounds correct. And then they said, because you know, honey, he was like, I was in jail, remember? And he looked at Sid, but then he like looked away. So people were thinking like that could have been who he was canoodling with to have Sam. Sam. So I mean, but just. I was just trying to think of like the family dynamic and element in how this was going to play out because I'm like, all right, Tara's going to be the wild child that's going to like rebel at all costs because she was the little protected sister, you know? Mm -hmm. So I was like thinking we're going to get an introduction of who the mom is and it's just going to add to like the dynamic of the family because I mean, you're already shit out of luck with Billy Loomis. I think they got to write, write it in. Now that I think about it, I don't, you never see Tara's parents either, do you? That's what no. I'm saying. No. You never see Tara's. I mean, in Sam's clearly estranged from her entire family minus Tara. So yeah, mm-hmm. I, you don't even see the, the the parents outside of Quinn's dad uh, are pretty much not involved in the first in, in this trilogy. <laughs> There's no parents whatsoever and i just i thought like obviously uh, that's not true because the uh your boy from uh um that band you like uh dylan was wet or judy hicks judy's yeah so yes. all right never mind never mind I, I i retract my statement and then but i that's another i told you before with five i thought that judy had something to do with it because in four the one thing i do remember from four is when she, sid and her had the interaction in the hall and she's like you never said hi to me in high school and had that weird like sid wasn't nice and then like the whole billy thing and i was like i wonder if like judy and billy hooked up i thought judy was going to be one of the killers in five just because yes. of her setup in four where mm-hmm. she's like the super dewey fan and she's involved in everything and like they made her feel important in yes. four mm-hmm. so i thought that was a setup for something in five and she was just cannon fodder yeah and then and i even possibly considered dylan Wes being something like a like a, a like a mother son dynamic, kind of like Billy and Miss Loomis. So you know what I just I, I have all these like side things in my head when I'm watching this. I should have brought like a notepad, <laughs> write down my thoughts as I went. Like okay, this seems important. I just picture you like in one of those like like where you know where the cops have like the pieces and the red string tied all over the place and which is the mean of like, saying, charlie day when he's like has a yeah yeah, yeah. Like, or like when andy's trying to do it in parks and rec and it's just one line to a pie <laughs> like, uh and i'm sorry i went off on another tangent because we're oh that's just about it's about, in the name of the show yeah so you we're, we like tangents happening because i just that's where i was going with like her character because like it just seemed like she was out of control and she's pissed off and she's angry and it's like i don't know um i'm with you you want to keep moving along here yep so we haven't even got to them meetings meeting the ghost face yet 
<laughs> we're still an hour in and we haven't even got past the first 30 minutes. So let's keep, let's keep moving. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. Uh, so after that, um, uh, they, they run into a, a group uh, on the way back uh, and they're, the girls are harassing Sam uh, and they film it and they make it look like she's attacking them when clearly she was just defending herself. Yeah. Uh, you know they're trying to play up on the fact that like everybody's got the the, the thing wrong uh they go uh now they're back at the apartment um where oh by the way here's another issue i have with this movie yes would you like a coors light because <laughs> i feel like you might mentally want a Coors Light after watching this movie. I have, I mean, I know product placement is in every movie, but yes. I was like, do these people drink anything but fucking Coors Light? Because it's in every goddamn scene. Sponsored by Coors Light. <laughs> I mean, it's in so many scenes. Like, like she's at the party. They're all drinking Coors Light. When they're yeah. in the, the convenience store, the only beer on the shelf is Coors Light. Like, <laughs> When the sexy neighbor guy, which is who is now, that's why I'm bringing it up because yes. I remembered it. Sexy yeah. neighbor, there's a, there's like a hot neighbor guy that Sam has a relationship with, but she's trying to keep it a secret. But yeah. he's walking in, and guess what? He's fucking got. He's got a six pack of Coors Light. <laughs> like, uh, I didn't even notice that. I honestly, I, 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 I couldn't stop noticing it. And now when I go on Tuesday, I'm going to be like. Fucking Coors Light. <laughs> if if you played a game with that beer that you had, drink every time Coors Light is on the screen, you'll be <laughs> fucked up before Ghostface gets to the gets gets revealed. <laughs> I promise you. Wasted. Wasted. Uh, um, God, now I just really wish I had a Coors Light. Uh, <laughs> Does that make you want a Coors Light? <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, what do you think? Uh, okay, so now we pretty much. No, there's still one character left that needs to be introduced. Um, uh, wh what do you think about Hot Neighbor Guy? Uh, I don't know his name. I thought that was weird. That also sent me into a tizzy because I'm like, okay, this mysterious neighbor dude, tall, physical build. I'm like, uh, okay. His name so this is Danny, by the way, it looks like. Danny. That kind of fed into my theory of them being like Bonnie and Clyde killers um and i just thought it was so strange how like she had the interaction like seeing him and then when they have the, the actual interaction and she's like get away like napoleon dynamite ish <laughs> like they can't see us i'm like oh god so then i felt like it was suspicious and that's it's, it's all well you, the, it's always the boyfriend so exactly so i'm like I'm watching this motherfucker but then i i started thinking it can't be this obvious but like rewind back to how obvious killers were in the past so i think I, so while his character is largely irrelevant and doesn't do anything, yes. uh, you need red herrings like that in a movie yes. like this. Like he's mm -hmm. a very big red herring where you're like, it's so obvious because it's always the boyfriend. Right. But like you said, you know, it's, you're like, sometimes they go straight down the middle and sometimes they throw curveballs. You gotta, you gotta be, it keeps you on your toes. And you can't gauge it because either it's a, a nobody or it's a huge part Yes, it's, there's, a, it, it, there's, there's no in between. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, my sights were set on him. I'm like, okay, this this fits the the general profile of someone that we should either be watching or is going to die. I and I for as little as he really does in the movie, I will say I did like the play that they have, like, uh, 
you know, like once she finally like reveal, basically almost as soon as the shit goes down, yeah. she's like, uh, yeah, by the way, I'm hooking up with the guy across this uh, hall. And they're all like, I fucking knew it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like which, <no> them. <laughs> and I, I liked that, you know, again, I, I felt more camaraderie in this movie. Yeah. I mean, with the, uh, well, let's, with the, the core four, they, they yeah. named, they named them. Core four. But like, so but when it was in five, it just felt, and I know, like you said, core four, core four, core four. put it By up. By the way, if you haven't seen it, we're not stupid. That is what they call themselves in the movie. So it is now canon. Yeah, so like we did not coin that phrase. Yeah. Um, but when I watched five, I felt like so disconnected because, and this is just me. And I know I'm being like, it might come across as being stubborn or like whatever, but when we watched Scream, it felt like you genuinely felt like they were friends. You were connected to the characters. I felt that way in two. You know what I mean? Even with Derek and, um, um, oh my God, Hallie. You know what I mean? Yes. And like, all the, and Mickey, you, it felt real. It felt genuine. Five, I didn't feel that way. This one, I felt it. I felt their connection. I felt the unity. I felt, I, I did. So I'm glad that I felt that way because that character development was definitely working. Well, I mean, and we're talking about character development. Uh, I think one of the smarter choices that they made in this story, they never really pulled the trigger on a meaningful love story with Sydney. Really never did. I mean, she had crazy Billy and then she lost Derek. Yep. Um, and then I think just, I don't know where she, we don't even know who her actual husband is. Um, it's Kincaid. It's, is it? Yeah. I would. Yes. It's Kincaid because in, in maybe not, so, I don't, I hate saying it cause I don't know four as much as I know. I don't know four very well. Yeah. But in five, they talked about Kincaid was with the two kids when all the shit was going down and they were asking about him, about Mark. I didn't, I've never caught that before, but that yeah. is okay. Well, okay. That Which is such a, for me, it's such a random, like I get it, like but a random piece to fall on that. It was Kincaid. Yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't I really have it. Happen. And that's the thing. I, I may have also known that and just forgot that because that information yeah. doesn't really do anything for me. I never really felt that connection, you know, no. but I think that they made a smart move here in this, in this new story with this new group, they've, They've inserted a love story uh, in there and Chad and um, Tara uh, have a thing um, yes. where they're, they, but they, I think you're going to have to wait till three to get the, uh, cause they all, no, no, I'm sorry. She, she does kiss him in this one, um, but she's yes. about to kiss him. And then Quinn totally fucking cock blocks her, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, which Seemed like on purpose, but I don't even, I I mean, I can't even, well, I guess we'll get it to did, that later. It did seem very much on purpose, which I didn't know if it was at the hands of Sam and her like kind of stepping in for Sam because I felt like Quinn and Sam's relationship felt like they've been friends for a bit. And I don't know how I, I thought of that because new character. Yeah. But I felt like they... I felt that, and I, and I don't know why. So you're right. I felt like it was kind of like, oh, we don't hey, off. We don't get to know much about Quinn, honestly. Her her character doesn't, doesn't. stick stick around long. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, but her only real attribute that we find out is that she likes 
she likes to fuck. Uh, uh, he, he is the whole bag. And every and, and every night it's a different dude because yep. she because she like and this is a direct quote. I, variety is the spice of life. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And I, I love I love that they did that with her because it wasn't like any. It's like this is this is who her character is. I mean, I, I love that, but it does. Towards the end of this video, I'm going to have some questions uh, that, that relate to her personal activities that we don't get to see off screen. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I just I, I thought it was a smart move to set. And I, by the way, I bought it, too. I'm not it, yeah. again. It, this doesn't feel like apparently the Kincaid relationship that I never gave a shit about. And now that I think about it, maybe I had heard that. Uh, but. I buy Chad and Tara together. Like it makes sense. They've gone through this before. They know they yes. can trust each other. Like I'm here for it. Mm -hmm. And it felt, it felt natural, which was good. Cause it didn't feel forced. Like something has to happen. It felt like, cause I didn't see it coming when I did. I was like, Oh, and then I thought, okay, this is, this could be cute. Like this is cause like you said, there was no real super love interest other than, in in like the the main trilogies and or actually in the first one and two um yeah. and then billy. five yeah billy and derek and then richie which eh. uh i know R R richie's not one of my favorite killers i love the movie i don't really give a shit about richie but him and amber are my least favorite and then joe uh, and i'm just being i'm being an asshole about it because i, I i'm so mad I'm so mad. It, never mind. I'm not even, I'm not going to go down that route. I was just, I was upset about who killed Dewey too. That kind of irked me that it was her. Yeah. And I'm not trying to be that way, but it's Dewey. The whole, never mind. I'm not even going down the avenue. <laughs> I've talked about it so many goddamn times, but the playing stupid, like going to shoot him in the head and how it took so goddamn long. And then Amber, Dewey acts a lot like Dewey in Scream 1 in that instance, as opposed to the guy who's been through this shit four fucking times. And that's what really bothers me. And that's just me being me because, I like, again, like Lucy characters, it has to come to an end sometime. But I hated how that was portrayed, and it fucking really hurt me. That's it. I didn't mind it as much, just to... My two cents. I told yeah. you the story. I saw that movie, again, alone in theaters, and I was crying in the middle of <laughs> when it happened because i was like like emotional crying like not like sobbing but i was like doing i know i got some popcorn in my eye like <laughs> I, love I, I got i got um missy eyed when dewey song played oh yep with yep. gail and, mm -hmm. and saying that that i don't know why that hit me but it, when it started i was like and i gulped and then i could just feel it in my eyes and i was like it, it was a nice way to get a reference in there for him exactly yes uh, all right. Uh, ba -ba 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 -ba. and then it's at this point. Let's see what happens. Uh, okay. Oh, the the news the news story hits. Uh, and they see the uh murder of the teacher and the two uh, other college students on the uh, on the scene, and yes. they realize that Ghostface is back. Uh, Sam's immediate instinct is like, let's get the fuck out of town. <laughs> like, which I'm like, life. smart girl, by the way. <laughs> like, <Yes. laughs> um, but then uh, they're informed by the detective that they can't leave because basically Sam is the uh, 
per, is the number one suspect. Yes. So it's a way to keep them in the city, which by the way, let's talk about that in general. We haven't talked about it. First screen movie outside of Woodsboro. What'd you think? I liked the New York city setting. I, I thought it was a breath of fresh air and I thought that it had open opportunities for potential killers for um, the environment of the killings. I was excited for it and I'm here for it because I mean, they did leave Woodsboro a couple times, you know, they left it in two and they left it in three, but like, you yeah, 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 I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. Not the first one outside like, of Woodsboro, but the first one in a, a, a different, a, a drastically different setting. Yes. And you felt like in three, it felt like Woodsboro because it's a movie about Woodsboro. So you and really you're, on, you're on the set of Woodsboro. <laughs> Yeah, so it didn't feel yeah. like it was completely gone, but this one did, and I loved it. And I did like how they went to New York City and a bigger known city, um, and 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 had that. So I I did enjoy that. I I did as well. I think it played, you know, because when you when when it was first announced, everyone was like, "Jason takes Manhattan. It's going to be fucking stupid. It's going to be <laughs> Ghostface standing in Times Square, like yeah. you know, or." Or like, you know, he's going to be playing with the, like a drum on a fucking bucket or something, you know? Like, you know me, I'm here for it because it's my favorite Friday the 13th. So I'm like, oh, yes, any crossover with Ghostface in New York City in the Jason element, I would have been fucking here for it. I'm but totally they, they treated it like super yeah. serious and like kind of understated. Like you're just like, yeah, we're in fucking New York. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, and I liked it. But like you said, it gave a lot of opportunity to do things that in the other ones, like you said, uh, again, uh, Woodsboro or Woodsboro-esque in LA, sets. Yeah. yeah. Uh, settings where I think it, it lent it, it lent itself to this more aggressive ghost face. Like now mm -hmm. he can basically just be out in the open. He doesn't really have to fucking worry about hiding. Cause it's, 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 uh, you know, every there's hysteria going around. Everybody's wearing shit. It's Halloween time. Yes. Like, he can basically just be out in the open and do whatever the fuck he wants. And, you know, it's kind of like New York where, that stereotype of like, you know, well, you're closer to that area, but I know like the stereotype on screen that is often presented is like New Yorkers don't give a shit. They just, you know, if someone's getting stabbed over here, it's not your business. Keep fucking going. Like, and that's like with the opening scene, the vagueness of it, because like he killed her and then he literally switched his clothes and then walked out in the street. Yep. No, and I was like, okay. So brazen. Yes. I was like, okay. The realistic aspect of that, like you said, shit like that happens all the time in big cities and people just keep fucking trucking. So I was like, I, I like that because if you would have put that in a different setting, it would have been unbelievable. You'd have been no, like, no, that's a small town. Like you can't believe something like that, but like a big no. city, you know, like I think the, the scene that exemplifies it the most, I feel like is the, um, the train scene. Yes. Uh, the subway scene, because I'm like, I, I buy that a hundred percent. That could easily happen. Like what it like, and it, it couldn't have happened. And, and obviously there's no subway in little small towns. So <laughs> it's not, gonna, that would have been weird that they were on a subway in the first movie. But I, I just, I think that the setting offered them a lot of different, just, you know, it, it was a breath of fresh air to keep things mixed up. I just, now my question is like, where do they go from here? Is the third one going to be in New York or is this going to be like a trope? Are we going to end up like fucking, uh, the the knockoff one. Are we gonna end up on a Bahama vacation? Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> like, there's so many ideas going through my head, and then I know at the end we do, we're gonna talk about like what we're, our predictions are, and I have a couple. And it took me a little bit to think about it because I've been thinking about this movie. You know what I mean? And I'm yeah. thinking like, where could 
this go and I have some ideas. So, which might sound crazy, but it's fucking scream and you never know what's going to happen. Peace. <laughs> I, I saw that and I was like, dude, if ghost face, and did you see the astronaut with the ghost face? <laughs> yes. Uh, I like, I, it would kill the franchise forever. Yes. But here's my thing. Let's get a trilogy of, of good, of, of, of at least real ones. Maybe yes. whether, whether you not think they're good or not, but real ones. If we were going to do an eight, you know, just like four is kind of its own thing. Send that fucker to space. Let's, yeah. let's see what happens. <laughs> or do like the, I still know what you did and send them on a tropical vacation on yeah, an island. I'm down with that. Space. Fucking, I don't know, ghost face in like some sort of like sub subterranean underwater, like deep blue sea kind of thing. I take that. Yeah, <laughs> or like, ghost face in London. That could be pretty cool because you could do like a Jack the Ripper thing too. That'd be kind of, I, I actually wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad if they told me the next movie was set in London. I'd yeah. be like, mm, okay, well, like the first like recorded serial killer. Okay, I, I can go with it. I'll take anything at this point because. And I now realize that I will go see any Scream movie because I'm just a sucker. Because I was like, I'm not going to see Six. And then I was All like... Right. And then you crumbled. I did. I, crumbled so I folded like a fucking deck of cards. I was like, I gotta go see this. And I'm going to see it for the second time. You have to. I see. Here's the thing. And that's I'm so glad you changed your mind because, like, here's the thing. Even though, like, I think they pissed on, Hall on Halloween's fucking, uh, you know, grave... Uh, for the that franchise and honestly been pissing on it for quite some time yeah. like i'm still like i'm glad i saw them uh because you know if i just skip them well, i will never know you know and by the way honestly those shitty halloween movies are a big part of the reason why you and i became friends <laughs> and i and i've I made connections over them exactly but like you said like i'm gonna watch and see what, what happens but like I, that's a movie that I will never watch again. I watched it one time and it literally, if, if people don't think that it breaks my heart that I'm saying that about a Halloween movie, like it does. I'm like genuinely upset about it because I felt fucking completely lied to. <laughs> I felt like it was so personal. Like, how dare you? <laughs> like, then I, got I, get a, it. I got in a fight with a guy on TikTok about it. An old TikTok fight, huh? I, I'm usually like, you know me. I don't fight with people. I don't like that shit on my page. I want to be happy and to be cool. You like this? That's awesome. I'm glad that you did. Like, this is my opinion. And I posted that meme of me sitting there about people explaining Halloween ends to me. And and he put, um, oh, someone put, hmm, dot, dot, dot. And I was like, yes. And it was to the effect of, um, oh my God, what was it? It was like, I'm saying things that weren't truthful. I'm like, they literally said it was the, the, um, oh my God, why am I drawing a blank? Like the ending of Lori and Michael, like the, the 40, the 40 year fight year fight. This was going to be the it last is in the fucking title of the movie. Right. So <laughs> like... Like, they kept saying it, they kept saying it. And this is going to be the last, you know, and, and he's like, I said, it's just a matter of opinion. I, don't like it and and that's just, and he kept arguing with me i'm like you arguing with me is not going to make me like this movie anymore uh, yeah I, I mean i'm not going to argue with people i i often find myself what i'll do like you know where i'm in the situations like that now where i'll like type out a fucking thing and i send it and then i'm like block no and i'm just like 
this ain't worth it. And I just delete it like six seconds later. I'm like, no, you know, I'm like, sh- like, what am I going to do? I'm going to argue about this. But like, also like someone who wants to go out of their way to be like, you're wrong or whatever. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Like it was all good fun. I was just doing it to be funny. Cause most people will see that and be like, think it's funny because it's me talking about Halloween ends. Like it wasn't, yeah. I'm not doing it to like, you're never trying to hurt people's feelings. No, but like also too fuck yourself, dude, because yeah. it was a lie. <laughs> and it's you know it's one thing like we always say it's one thing we can we like to, we will shit on movies we don't like and we will do all that but we're never going to shit on people who don't like you know like it, it's exactly. we're not going to shit on your opinion you can like the movie that's fine we didn't like it or don't like it or and you and I disagree we disagree on this fucking franchise so. I know and like but don't like force it like you no. trying to tell me it's like it's a fucking peach and it's a pear like don't do that shit like just let yeah. it be. And let people have opinions. So, I mean, and 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 then back to what started this tangent here. Like, you, yes. uh, is like you know, you're being glad that you saw it, and you're glad that you saw it. And you're like, I apparently am just going to see any scream movie they make. We get so little joy in this world. If it's Scream twenty seven, I'm going to go in and I'm going to go. God, I hope it's good. <laughs> like, I, like that's, that's what I'm going to do. Yes, that was the, that was the 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 meaning of the tangent. Was I will go see the next one. Yeah, I will. I'm going to see any horror. I'm going to see any movie that looks interesting to me, or especially if it's part of a franchise. Honestly, I've been doing I've been enjoying all the all the franchises, continuations and reboots and all the stuff. A lot of them coming out lately. We both like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I really liked the the new. um, uh, Actually, I let me rephrase that. I don't really like the original Hellraiser. I thought the new one was pretty good. It was different. It was a different take on it. Yes, I totally. And I'm I'm here for it. Like, if you're going to do it either differently or do it justice, cool. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm again, I'm here for any sort of horror that could be mainstream, that could be, a, like, just to see it being active and flourishing, I'm happy. So. Uh, and, and to be, and to also touch on that, I believe this is on track to be the most successful scream ever. So if that tells you anything, we probably are getting more of these movies. We're definitely getting one more. Oh, yes. My assumption is we're going to probably be getting a lot more <laughs> of these. Um, and they're making these fast. I mean, they're making one of these. I mean, they come out, boom, every year. Um, we just got, because we got Scream last year. Mm-hmm. We got this. So they'll probably, because I think it was already greenlit. So I think they'll probably already go into like production. I'm sure people already had the ideas of what's going on and everything kind of like outlined. So I'm sure we'll get it soon. The reality of it, I don't think it's like, and I don't want to like, I'm not saying like, oh, it's not, it's not hard to make a screen movie. I mean, like, I mean, that as far as like logistically and like how to shoot it, it's probably, it's probably, it's pretty cheap. in the grand scheme of things you they know that they're going to get a a a a certain subsect of people are just inherently going to want to see it yeah um and you know it's you know honestly like i want that i mean i i don't want certain franchises to ever go away like again i can't fucking believe that we don't have a freddy franchise going right now i can't believe that it's taken this goddamn long to get jason back on track like these are cheap movies that make money <laughs> i cannot believe we didn't get a sequel to the the remake they could have honestly i mean maybe they it didn't do that well back then because i don't even i don't even i feel like before i didn't even look at numbers i feel like i still don't really look at numbers but like I'm curious. I, I thought that that was like mildly successful so how that hasn't spawned another take is crazy because look at how many texas chainsaws we got after the remake 
me see something here real quick. I am curious how much of Nightmare on Elm Street the remake made. I... It made a shit ton of moon money. It was yeah. a thirty-five million dollar budget, and it made one hundred and seventeen million dollars. I mean, honestly, and it has like a zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes, so they might have just been like, "Well, fuck it." Like, uh, but uh... imagine like feeling that way, though. I honestly, and I, I'm not, I, I'm really tr not trying to poke fun, but imagine being on that production team or like the director, or any sort of like hand in that movie, and to have it be received that way, I would have, I would have been like a turtle in my shell. I would have fucking retracted right back and been like, that never happened. I mean, and I think that's what happened. Except I know for, because uh, I follow him on Twitter, uh, the actor uh, Kyle Gallner, um, yeah. who, um, who was like the, the cop in Smile just recently. Um, and he was also in Scream 2022. Um, yeah. He was the first guy to get it. The first man to get it. Yeah. Um, he uh, tweets about it every every couple uh, every couple months. He tweets about his involvement with it because he's like, he's like, I, he's like, I can't escape it. He's like, so just periodically, like, someone will message me like, you fucking ruined the franchise, <laughs> like, and he's like, yep, I, I'm sorry, like I did, <laughs> like I did, I'm sorry. I don't think like, it's completely his fault because I don't oh. really, I know what you're saying, but like, I don't even like remember. I remember the mom from American Horror Story was in it, the redhead. I don't even. I, I've seen it one time. Yeah. I, the only character I do remember in it is, um, you know, and I think, I, I, um, I'm sorry. I know Kyle Gallner is in it because he's kind of gone on to be a little bit of a scream king himself. Yeah. Um, and uh, the girl from Arrow because I liked Arrow a lot was in it, and she was the main character, I believe. Uh, but, who, who was also in your movie, the remake of Black Christmas. Yes. The oh my god, the blonde girl. What was her name? Katie Cassidy. Yes. And I, I liked her in, I, it's not that the, it's not that I feel like the plot, but I, the fact that we had a CGI Freddy. And it wasn't fun. No. Or it scary. It wasn't either one. It, it, it was like this, like drawn out drama with no scary moments, no like hardcore references to Freddy, a completely different Freddy. And I just, cause I mean, Freddy's not huge for me, like franchise wise. Like I, Friday the 13th scream. I'm with you on that. I, I, I enjoy I Freddy, mean, but I'm more on the other side of those other ones. Exactly. So when I got this, I was just like, wow. And then like, I don't think I ever rewatched re it and I have no desire to, but like, so again, back to what you were saying about franchises, I'm shocked that we haven't got it, but I'm praying uh, Mike Flanagan. He keeps talking about it and I pray they, they give it to him because I feel like he could do the creepy element, but also add to like the punch of. I, I think it's coming. It's got to come, but studios are seeing the success of like all these, like, not even just scream, scream, smile, fucking uh, terrifier, even on, on the independent side, like horror movies are right now doing really fucking well. Even um, skin drink. Yeah. As yeah. Much, as much as to me, like, whatevs but that is such a wildly like huge success and that's mm -hmm. cool because again i will take a loss to gain absolutely the horror community i'm i'm stoked i think freddie's gonna be coming real soon like you said i think flanagan's talked about reviving it i've seen blumhouse jason blum has talked about reviving it yep. uh with jason i think he he's trying to, he wants to get robert england back for one more time um yeah. Uh, which I'd be okay with as well. But I, I think I would be kind of shocked if you don't start seeing 
some older franchises and remakes getting dusted off over the next couple of years. I, yes. I, th I think that that's coming. And, and you know what? And I think you nailed it on our last live. Let's go burning. We need another burning. Like we need those. Even chopping mall. Like give us a chopping mall and give it like a, an actual, like someone build a fucking robot and let's do like a modern take on chopping mall. I know if that's we're doing chopping mall though. Yes. I still want 40 year olds playing 18 year olds. You have to. Uh, um, all right. Let's get back to scream. That was a fun <laughs> tangent. Uh, uh, all right. We, all right. We left off that basically uh, Ghostface is now uh, around. Tara's trying to leave. They can't leave. And we um, also get introduced to, and this is, I don't want to know. I, I mean, I don't know if this is key to anyone, but we get introduced to Officer Bailey. We get introduced that that's Quinn's dad. dad. Yes. And we get the whole, you know, why did, how, did you request the case and get that whole, you know, like, because again, when, when people get introduced and there's already an internal connection, it always is like red flag to me, but I'm always thinking this is too obvious. So then when, when they introduce Kirby, I'm like this bitch. See, that's it, it, that they did a great job of like, where the fuck is this going? Cause like you said, it's sometimes it's right down the middle. It could just be like, it's, it's an easy in your face one. Like yeah. the boyfriend, sometimes it's this, my, you know, my radar goes off as soon as a uh, fucking detective Bailey shows up. Cause I'm like, well, that's Dermot Mulrooney. I'm like, why is, you know, everybody else in this is, is nobody I've ever fucking heard of before, but I've Dermot Mulrooney has been acting for 30 fucking years. Like, <laughs> like I know you. Yeah, so, and, and when he got casted, people were like, oh, yeah. about him. And I'm like, okay. I didn't so. even know he was in the movie, but again, didn't see the trailer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so that, like, like, then my, you know, now my bells are going off. Well, why is this pretty well-known actor in this movie? You know, but they, there's so many red, red herrings that you, I, I will be honest. I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> Did you figure it out? No, I not. No, I didn't think I didn't. When the reveal happened, I was like, okay. Um, I won't say like my reaction until we get there of how I felt about it. But no, I did not. I, I only called one part I, and I had, only one part. I did not get the other two. Um, the I think we're being, I think. The, it, it's the same. I didn't feel that way until like one of the end scenes closer to the reveal. And I was like, I got like squinty eye with, with that person. I'm like, you, maybe it's you. <laughs> but, yes. um, well, okay. I mean, we get now, this is uh shit starts hitting the fan, uh, which I really like this, by the way. Um, they, uh, they're outside trying to figure out what the fuck they're going to do, how they're going to handle this. And boom, phone call comes in. It's Ghostface, you know, the, 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 and basically you're like, you know, usually there's a little more cat and mouse with Ghostface and his, pe and his people. Within like 30 seconds, he's like on their ass and he's going hard. <laughs> and also too, which correct me if I'm wrong, but when they got the phone call, the caller ID was Richie. Yes, uh, yes, that is right. Richie, which makes sense now that yes, I think I about like, it. Good call. Like, Wait a second. Because I did, but I didn't think that. I just yeah. thought, okay, this is, you know, and then she's like, well, I never took him out of my, took him out of my phone, which 
I mean, to me, I was thinking, I mean, if someone tried to kill me, there's some people who have done less to me and I've taken them out of my phone. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought kind of like, hmm, but you knew something was up because yes. obviously he was on the caller ID. So then, like you said, I loved how it was for a second and then all of a sudden he comes up and then it's just, yeah. and that scene I it was it, it was I awesome. Love the bodega scene. That was yes. such a good scene. So it's the scene that set the internet uh, a little bit on fire with people arguing with each other when it was shown in the trailer. Um, I, I just saw the still. It was it's Ghostface got a gun, and I was like, he always has a gun, you fucking morons. Uh, it's just it's a bigger gun now. Like, <laughs> I, I I with that though, I I felt the same way because obviously you know he has a gun, but I feel like you, he never like in a situation where he's attacking someone before the reveal happened he never had a gun so then i'm thinking yeah. it was like the chrome ghost face with the flamethrower i'm like maybe this is a still from like a movie that they're producing i didn't think that it was actually gonna happen but i liked it yes and it and it you're right it is the first time he's used or he you know whatever it they fucking whatever ghost face yes. uh ghost face uh Whatever. Whenever Ghostface has used the gun before, it's usually after the reveal of who it is, and it's used more for like a, uh, I don't know, a hostage situation. Like I'm gonna hold you there and tell you my whole fucking story. Yes. Uh, like, <laughs> yes. um, but all right, so they run into a bodega that's like filled with people, and you're like, oh well, Ghostface can't possibly. I mean, there's too many people in there. Yeah. Nope, he walks right into the and the biggest guy in the place stands steps up to him like, you know, you better get the fuck out and he just straight up stabs that motherfucker right in the throat. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, like the action because that's what I wanted. That's what I, I I lacked in the last one was a chase scene or an yeah. intense moment where you got something where you're like, "Oh fuck." And we got that with the bodega scene. Yeah, and then where the gun comes from is the bodega owner tells Sam and Tara to get out to the back, but the back's locked. Yep. shitty fucking owner uh yep. doesn't have a fire exit uh he grabs a shotgun and uh is trying to shoot Ghostface, but Ghostface gets the drop on him gets the gun blows his fucking head off i know uh i believe he shoots a few other people if i'm correct i, I, think, he I think he shot like either one or two and then when he's chasing them throughout the bodega i was like like grabbing greg's arm and he's like getting in closer to me so i was like oh this is this is the feeling that I wanted. Yes, I wanted it's, it. it, it's a great chase scene. It's a great yeah. suspense scene. All in a really small area, too. It mm -hmm. it, it it very much draws parallels to uh, the Velociraptor scene in uh, Jurassic Park, where the yeah. kids are hiding in the kitchen, and they're like that. It's I I would be shocked if that wasn't in some way a reference for this scene, but oh it's God. fucking great. Yes, because she throws the can too. Yep, it, it's very similar. I mean, what are you going to do? You're in a bodega, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I I enjoy. It. Plus, it's also like, in my opinion, the best scene in Jurassic Park. So if you're going to steal it, steal it from the best. Um, it, it, it's great. Uh, you feel like just now you're like, okay, you get how much aggression is coming out on uh, from this ghost face. I mean, he's fucking got a shotgun and he's blowing <laughs> holes in the fucking store. And he doesn't care who, if anyone fucking sees him. No, he sees doesn't them. care. He doesn't care how many bottles of Coors Light he's got to break before he, get, <laughs> before he gets to them. Coors Light. <laughs> uh, uh, and then the, it, it, as quick as it begins... It's over. Uh, they, they get out to the cops um, and uh, Ghostface gets out through the back and he leaves his mask. And what I like about this is he leaves the mask and then they take a DNA test 
and they realize that this mask is Richie's mask. Yes. And that becomes a theme as every mask, every scene that happens, they drop a mask and they're counting backwards. And it's the actual original mask that they were, that the other ghost face had. Yes, uh, then, like then they drop Amber's and then they drop Jill's and whoever the fuck the Macaulay Culkin's brother was. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I forgot. I, I totally forgot that he was part of it. Cause he's the most forgettable ghost face in history. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like, I'm, he's not in my worst, but like literally the most forgettable. He's the Freddy Krueger of Ghostface, if you will. Yes, yes. Uh, I I really liked the bodega scene. I thought it was really fucking fun. I did too. It, it gave me that that yearning for a chase scene because, I mean, you think of chase scenes with Scream, your mind goes to Gale and Dewey in the auditorium and then Gale in the radio station. You get saying, the, the, the recording studio or whatever radio station thing. That's right where my mind goes to. One of the most. Cece. Cece's scene is like cinematically one of the best shot drawn. I mean, drawn out for, to me, it just, it was like a longer one, but it you were engaged the whole fucking time from the phone call in the beginning to him sneak, them sneaking in, talking to the, to the sister, to the, on the phone just you're, you're getting a lot of the stuff that you like like just the the chases the suspense yes. like i think one of the most suspenseful scene i think i'm sorry i think the most suspenseful scene in the entire franchise is in two when they've got to climb out the car window over uh uh what's his fucking face i can't remember his name uh um, mickey mickey yeah over mickey's uh body uh that is i think the most suspenseful scene in the franchise yes and i love it and um even stranger that originally what's her face was supposed to be the killer so i don't know how that would have worked in the original rewrite but whatever um uh but uh you get a lot of moments that made the you know the first you know that made the first three screen movies be so good you're getting those in this new one uh just in a in, in, in a slightly new and much more aggressive way. And it, 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 it's fun. You can feel it. Yes. Because like, I felt like it was similar to two, how it starts because remember how they pull up to the light and they're just like, where are we going? And then the guy's like, don't ask, don't tell. And all of a sudden he just fucking, you're not expecting it to be so quick. Like you're waiting. Yeah. And with this one, they're like standing there and you see like the one guy pass by. You're like, there's no way that he's going to attack them first off. And you're thinking that before you can get that thought out of your head, boom, up he comes and you're just like, holy shit. So, I will say that that was one of the best parts in this one. Yeah, I, I very much agree. Yes. Uh, we cut from there. Uh, we get a little bit of, I would say, fan service in that the FBI are now getting involved. And who's the FBI agent? It's Kirby. Yes, I, 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 I get it. I totally, and I'm happy for the ones that, you know, got that excitement seeing her but again for me it was just kind of like okay let's move along yeah I, I again i just wasn't really that into it i'm like i also don't buy that you became a fucking fbi agent like i just don't it's, it's come on like i just I, it just doesn't make sense to me trajectory wise that doesn't track for me also not much of an explanation as to how you fucking live besides like here's my scar on my belly like <laughs> exactly and that's i thought that was hilarious too there's nothing there's no sort of like explanation just she lifts it up and it's like okay cool so 
immediately another thing that irked me are we, we trying to act like this is dewy scar tissue you know what i mean like and this is how you know yeah and, and that's what i'm this is where i go i'm comparing it i'm like okay please can we just do something a little bit different than what's been done for this movie i just don't understand what what she brings that's my like, what she brings to the table and that's going to be a thing i have for t another character in this story too but in four kirby was the meta character she's the character that knows what's going on and explains it that's an established part of scream it's going to be in every scream movie forever and it would really feel weird if there wasn't some character that did that i exactly. don't think she, i think she's the worst of those characters of the three that we've gotten Same. but we already have mindy and she's better and she makes sense in the storyline because this is her you know her friend group story so now right. we have two characters that are filling that role why why do we need two characters that are filling that role it doesn't make any fucking sense to me so like I, like i know people who like were like woo and i and i i'm happy you guys were happy but for me i was just like i don't know like we're not getting sid but we're getting kirby and i'm supposed to be excited about this or happy about this like yeah that Kirby's was like nothing to me that's my bathroom break moment if I had to go to the bathroom, I would have picked that part to go because I don't really, it doesn't, like you said, it just, it's not, it's not anything for me. And I just kind of felt like you said, we already had Mindy. I started to like Mindy in this one. Why are we getting another version of someone who we all thought died? Yeah. <laughs> and like, what's the relevance of her being back? So, and I still don't even feel like we got. Anyway, I still don't feel like we got an explanation of why other than this person is returning to get more people to go see it. For me. I, I, I think you you just hit the nail on the head. I think that's exactly what it was. Is they were like, well, we we weren't able to broker a deal for uh, for Nev. Um, people are horror nerds have been uh, having a boner for this chick for 10 years now. So let's throw her in there. Let's put her back in. But I would love to see the the, the difference in the box office if she wasn't in it. I don't think there would have been a difference. I don't think there would have been a huge difference either. And it just sucks because again, I think that could have been great character development for Mindy to be the more like establishing a legacy character and kind of like not holding her own. Cause I don't want it to sound like that. Like it's an initiation, but like that she could have held this, this title strongly and had people actually start to enjoy it because I didn't enjoy her in five. I felt like it was like a, a push to be, randy's niece and you know explaining things and i'm like eh, whatever but i liked her in this one i i i did like her a lot more i like all the characters i think were fleshed out better in this one um i uh i agree especially now that they seem to recognize that i mean there's a whole thing that is set up which we're jumping ahead a little bit but whatever we referenced it earlier they yeah. identify very plainly that these are the four main characters of this franchise, of this yes. series going forward. The four main characters are uh, Chad, Mindy, uh, Sam, and Tara. That yes. is who this this entire franchise is about. These four characters, just like the previous one had, you know, it's you know, everyone knows. Yes. The inclusion of Kirby in this muddies that for me because I'm like, well, again, if Mindy's whole thing is she's the meta character. Why the fuck do I need this one? Like, I don't, it just doesn't make sense to me. And and Kirby felt like, I don't like, okay, Dewey, I know was supposed to be doofy, but he was like the protector. 
I don't feel like she has any sort of like, I don't, I don't even want to say nurturing, but like, a oh, you, mean- you know what I mean? Like, I felt like Dewey had like, it was mocked in the first one because what were you gonna say you just you, you said doofy and i just you looked away and i realized you i did the whole and you didn't even notice because you looked away and i was just laughing because i'm like well when she plays this back that's going to be a nice little easter egg for her i didn't even see you say that but yes doofy smell yeah. my finger oh what is that my ass <laughs> don't bother me when i'm cleaning my room this back <laughs> got the vacuum and a boner. Oh. I fucking love that movie. I want to rewatch it because the one scene where he's like, does this tank top make me look gay? And the guy's like, no. And then he ties it. And he's like, what about now? <laughs> and yeah. the guy's like, no. He's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love that movie. But um, yeah, I just felt like Dewey, it was fun, tongue in cheek with Tatum, the brother and sister. But like in the other movies, you felt like he was there. You know what I mean? And he was like a protector in a sense for Sid and everyone in two even three. Well, Um, he was part of it. Like he was there in a part of that group's story. And Kirby in this situation feels like an outsider. Yeah. Because she, she's, she really nothing to do directly with it other than being like the, the YouTube clip in five saying that Kirby lived. Okay, cool. But like, again, what difference did that make in five? And I just, I just, again, it's forced i don't really care about her character in this movie kirby has no connection outside of being one of the teenagers who got stabbed in four Mm -hmm. it's not like she was one of nev's friends or she was uh nev's she wasn't nev's niece like she's just victim number six you know like it's just like she has no connection to these other characters so including her just feels like like you said it just feels like forcing a character in that they're like well we think the fans will like that if she's in here and some fans that's enough, but for obviously for you and me, we're like, I don't need you. And honestly, whatever they paid you, they probably could have used in the budget in other ways to make the rest of the movie better and maybe fucking got Nev back, but whatever. And that's the other, yes. That's the the thing that in the back of my mind is, okay. So you probably paid a decent amount for her to come play Kirby. You couldn't forfeit that to have Sid be even like halfway in it, make a cameo in the end something to 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 pay homage to the even, to the even the cheap thing where they do like a video call or something you know like yes. where they do that the in movies call. or something even if that something like that i don't i i'm happy she wasn't really in the movie and the focus wasn't on her but it yeah. feels weird that she wasn't in it at all i, I think like again like some stupid iphone call or something where she's on screen for two minutes would have been fine because people would have been like, oh, and like, yeah, like, I did that with Randy in three. And I know a lot of people hate that part. But when he came on, I was like, yes. And then, you know, you see Sid kind of get emotional when he's talking at the end, delivering like his speech. I love that. But I don't know. I, you know what else? I'm going to just say this because I don't know the exact verbiage. And I don't want to jump ahead. But just speaking of Sid, I hated how they talked about her in the movie. I really, I hated how they even, to me, it was so unnecessary. And for, I think Gail was like, oh, her and Mark. Uh, a direct quote. They're going to sit this one out. Yes. Whatever was said. And then Sam said something else. I'm like, you know what? It's really not even fucking necessary. And to me, it felt like such a slap in the face to Nev for them to like write her in the script to be mentioned like for two seconds. Don't even, I would have been like, don't, Will Smith, keep 
my name out of your fucking mouth. <laughs> like I would just would I just I didn't like it. I, I think I, I get that. I think they had to address it in some way. Yes. Um because you know, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm with you. It, it just she was referenced too much a little bit. I would say if it was just one throwaway line, I would have been fine. But and then to just the way they said she's gonna sit this one out, like well, I'm like the the line the other one that was Gail when she said yeah. don't tell sit when she said that I was like yeah. oh my fucking yeah. god like can we not that Please. scene in general I have a lot of issues with let's get to it yeah. uh, <laughs> I can't wait to talk about that with you because it's the same so yes all right well we just referenced it so the other uh, legacy character is immediately shown up after this uh everybody's favorite uh not mine but everybody else's favorite reporter shows up and uh does the same shit she does in every movie besides oh uh, she's exploiting the situation to get books and uh and then they they play an homage to the sydney punchner thing which i did pop the, the everyone in the theater especially the guy next to me really liked it but where it. uh you did oh well I was going to set up real quick. Is it? Oh, yeah. Is, uh, uh, basically, they're like, "Hey, uh, w- they explain why the sisters are mad at Gail is because Gail's like, uh, oh, she's like, you guys, pr- you promised not to write a book about it, and then you did write a book about it, um, and then Sam goes to just like Sydney goes to punch her. Gail uh, is like, you think I didn't see? I, you think it's my first time? I didn't see that come. And then fucking Tara just comes in with the second one. I really liked it. I popped for it. You hated it. Let me hear why. <laughs> I hated it because I just, <laughs> I hated it because think of something new for Gail. She's crunchy. She's stale in this. To, oh, to me, she was stale and She's five. the worst part of this movie. I will say that. I She is the worst part of this entire movie. <laughs> stale. And I don't, I don't get it. And I will focus on why, again, why I don't understand the events that happened after because we'll when it get we get to the end and the reveal again we'll talk about it but i fucking hated that because it's so recycled it's been done so many goddamn times if we're trying to get past and get to a new whatever the oh and she <laughs> gets fucking punched i hated it i thought it was so redundant and i just why it's unnecessary it totally didn't do a thing for me all right, fair enough. I mean, I get it. It's it, it's it's going back to what already has worked in the past, and in some instances, I guess I get nostalgic for it, and then sometimes I roll my eyes. For you, that seems like that was a roll an eye roll moment. For me, that was a, a feel good moment. So the nostalgic part came with the Dewey music. That okay. really made me like, and it was so subtle, and it was again. I think there was line delivery from Gail talking about it, but when we got that. That made me feel a certain way, but I just, I, I, maybe it was the way that Sam and Tara said it. I felt like it was so like, oh, you said you would never do it. Oh, go to punch. And then fucking Tara steps up and do it, does it. I'm like, oh, this is stupid. Well, and, and fair and fair enough. Uh, but here's what I'll argue. I'll argue. Uh, because of what happens later with Gail, I think that Gail's best use in this movie was that would have been just this, just this. And then not have her be in anything else. You get the, you can say Courtney Cox is in the movie. You get the little fucking punchy punch throwback and then goodbye. Um, wrap on Courtney Cox. Yeah. Or, or I would have been happy with this. Um, have it be an homage to 
Jason takes Manhattan with the guy boxing on the top of the roof and Tara punches her and her head rolls off. And there goes Gail. Like if she died that <laughs> way, I would have been. I I would have applauded. I would have fucking threw popcorn. I what if she punched her bangs off and she not, and she looks like she does in three? <laughs> she breaks back the bang. Bang! She just pops her right in the head, and she 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 just she her head cocks back, and when she looks back up, she's got the shitty bangs again. <laughs> okay, I take that back. I would have been more happy for that. <laughs> it would have been the Jason nod and her head fucking rolling off, and then her head in like the cop car, just like Jason. I, I would have taken either one of those because I, I I stand by and I don't know if you agree. I think she's the worst part of this movie. She is e- even with Kirby, at least Kirby. I, you know, because she's an FBI agent, I feel like there's at least mild reasoning Yes. for Gail. There is no reasoning. And it's the exact same story. Like you said, stale. I show up, I fucking tell the story. I'm a bitch, but then I'm not really a bitch. Cause I'm actually really nice. And I'm trying to help the people. And then I'm going to write another story. And guess what? She'll be in the next goddamn movie too. <laughs> but it's Gail Weathers. Like, what did they expect? Like, you think she's going to keep her word? She's not. It's Gail Weathers. This is what she does. And the other thing that pissed me off is so she's already established in New York city. She lives there with her boyfriend. Yeah. Like how can conven- like how fucking convenient, like I, how convenient. And I'll say this, and we've said this before, and I know that this is not the way everyone feels, but I believe you and I feel this way. Yes. Of the original core four, Dewey, Sid, fucking uh, um, Gail, and uh, who the fuck else am I missing right now? Uh, a- a- wait. And oh, wait. Gail, Sydney, Dewey, and who the fuck else am I missing? Is it just them? Th- it was pretty much just them. Because, well, three. Like, okay, they had a core three, yeah. We are left with the least interesting one. <laughs> I would have, okay, so. Oh, and and, and uh, Randy, I would think, was in there until they killed him in the fourth one. That's what I was looking for. Exactly, and I, I still say that I would have rather have sacrificed Gail in that scene. Absolutely. Like, trail off and have, like, Randy be doing something, trying to go protect Sid, Dewey, you know, looking for Gail or just distracting, and have that happen. I would rather have Randy go on with them to the next one but also too and i know this sounds super creepy but i like exercising the idea of dewey and sid ending up together instead of gail and dewey because i i I could be okay with that yeah i I mean i mean i wanted it should have been randy but they never let it get that far Um, exactly but i would have loved a progression of either randy or dewey as they got older, you know what I mean? Like that was Tatum's best friend. And then in two, you feel like, and you could tell Derek was put off by him. You would only ask, he's like, who's that? Well, they wanted to tell that whole story because Courtney and David were actually married and whatnot. So yes. And then like three, we get the whole fake Gale with Dewey, but I just, I don't know. I have that like romantic sweet spot for like the person that like truly cares about, you know what I mean? Like they, they, they truly cared about each other or like with Randy yeah. I would have preferred to see that because Gail is just such a one and done one tone. There's no like care. There's no depth to her. Agreed. I mean, the, especially now that Dewey's gone and yeah. Sid's well, her and I don't buy their relationship at all. Like, no. like yeah. uh, now that Dewey's gone, there's nothing really left for her in this franchise uh, other than name value and a paycheck. Uh, I yeah. just, there, there's nothing there. Like, of all of the, of the original four that I'll say, including Randy, 
I argue even in the first movie, she's the least interesting character of the four. And it only gets less and less interesting as time goes on. And in this one, it is completely unbelievable. Like you said, okay, she's in, she just happens to be in New York and she's in this fucking thing. Oh, by the way, she did all this research and she found this super fucking, you know, Dr. Doom's Legion of Terror fucking, uh, Yes. that the police couldn't find and or, or or the fbi none of them could find it but gail's such a goddamn good reporter she can find it yes that was bullshit as well and the only time that i found interest in her i mean like like i don't want to say i don't want to make it like that because i obviously loved one and two and she was a part of it and i you know like gail others whatever but when she got per- punched the first time that was an awesome awesome fucking scene it's iconic you know what i mean i'll send you a copy Boom. awesome then you get two and did you get that on film yes i got that on film that whole part was fucking see that worked there like that was funny because you knew it was coming and then yeah she gets punched that's that's funny but now this is what the fifth time the sixth time she's gotten punched let's fucking let's yeah. let's karate crotch kick her in the crotch do something different What's that? Uh, she, she's got amazing reflexes later. Uh, uh, well, next we get the Randy speech, which is, it's a staple of the series. It's going to yes. be in every movie and I'm fine with it. I want yes. it to be, because this is where a character who is the meta character explains the situation. We all know this. Uh, and I really like this explanation from Mindy. Um, Mindy says they're not in a requel anymore, which is what the last one was. Now we're in a full-fledged franchise. Get a little wink at the audience like they always yep. like to do in these movies. She yep. sets the stakes. And I will say I fell for this hook, line, and sinker. She's, <laughs> she sets the stakes and says, you know, nobody's safe. But she, well, I don't want to give too much. Well, fuck it. We're overdue. But she sets the stakes here and she goes, nobody's safe. You know, blah, blah, blah. Everybody, including the sisters, including the main characters, including the core four, including everybody is up. The violence is upped. Everything is upped. Setting the situation. And yep. then she says, and the only way these franchises stay to stay going is by subverting expectations. And I... Didn't catch that line when it went through the first time. And it's it. This speech is sort of a giant red herring. <laughs> it, t- it totally is. And I love this speech too, but. I don't, I never know like how to say things without like saying something that's going to lead into like something else. And I don't really, oh, I don't want to say it. And then, cause I always end up saying it and we go off on tangents, but like, yeah, the stakes are off. Like you made it, it, it felt like, okay so many people are going to die no one dies exactly and that's <laughs> and I, know like- I, I know that and that's what it's i know but like i wanted that i wanted to have that like oh shit moment where like this person's dead i'm <laughs> like- exactly with you jordan it's like the biggest issue with this movie is that nobody dies like literally because after i was like wait a second fucking no one really people did die but like not a single legacy character or core four character die (laughs) even the boyfriend that doesn't even have any real relevance to this movie fucking survives like that's one of my biggest 
I have other complaints and we'll get there. But that was one of my biggest complaints was like, you, you, you didn't do, you didn't. It is my biggest complaint is it's, it's my literal biggest complaint is that I walked out of this movie and I was like, I get it. The speech sets up what's going to happen. It just does it in a very clever way. It, it, yes. it sets up, you know, body count's going to be high. Violence going to be high. Blah, 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 blah. But the franchises stay alive by subverting expectations. So it yeah. set up the expectation was that the bodies were going to hit the fucking floor. And it yeah. subverted it by not doing that. I get that. I'm smart enough to understand that. That yeah. being said, I wanted some fucking bodies to hit the floor. Because otherwise, ultimately... This is sort of a filler movie till we get to the third one. <laughs> and even when we get the third one, are we going to get like so, carnage? So, carnage we, candy, like Randy said. Are we getting like there's going to be no cast left? There's going to be no one like, is that what we're getting? Because, I mean, maybe I'll be happy that we got to that point finally. But like, I wanted some, I wanted something to make me go, oh shit. Or like some sort of surprise death that you weren't expecting something just a hundred percent and i like and also like just in a believability sense these people in this fucking movie are like wolverine level fucking uh uh, uh healing on these people um and wh which is a trope in the movies there's always a character usually dewey who gets the fucking just gets annihilated and then at the end of the movie you get the heroes da, 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 you know uh, uh, like i get that but one character gets to do that not all of the characters and it shouldn't be a continuation there should be a different trope there should be something different because we already did this, it's been done with that. Can we make a name for yourselves where it's not, you do your nods to the originals, yes, because it has to be, like you said, we'll have the speech, that's fine. But can we do something different? Like, can there be something that will set these movies aside in the regard of that? Because I feel like it, it needs to It needs to happen. It needs something to set it up a little bit differently. You're right. And, and at the same time, I get... You, well, now people could go. Well, this one is different because none of the main characters die. I get that. I'm. I get that. But it also just sort of feels cheap if you're just going to be like, yeah, yeah, none of them die. They all get horrifically stabbed, multiple or shot or fucking, you know, like Jesus Christ. I mean, the only <laughs> characters who get killed in this movie are characters who have literally just been introduced. They are all brand new characters that I have no emotional attachment to at this point because I don't really know who the fuck they are. Mm -hmm. uh, like, I like, I, like, I mean, spoiler alert, I know I'm supposed to feel really bad for uh, Mindy's girlfriend, but I'm like, I just, you know, at me as an audience member, I just met her 15 minutes ago. I and don't I, like. Yeah, and I assume that she was going to die. I felt yeah. like all the, like the, the background, like the, not the, the core four. So like the boyfriend, um, detective, like all these people that really don't play too much of a big part in this movie were going to get killed. So like Annika, I was like, you know, of course she's going to die. But like, was I hoping that Mindy was going to get gutted and thrown from the window? You know what I mean? Like I was, ex I was expecting something and we, yes. So yeah, it, that's it. it, it it's just it, it's i'm with you there needed to be i the fact that courtney cox and hayden Pansiera 
fucking respective names, Gail and fucking uh, uh, who's what's it's I can't think right now. Uh, fucking Kirby. Uh, both make it out of this movie is ridiculous. Like I, I don't, I don't. The the one thing we asked that we when we were we did we've talked about it. We're like Gail has to die. Gail has to die. Yes, and I was I was ready for. I was like, okay, this is, and I was prepped, and I'm like. I'm happy if this is how it's going to play out. And then. And then that bullshit line. I was so fucking mad. I'm like, okay, because I'm not going to lie. Beginning. I'm like, okay, this is looking good. I'm happy. Then half of the second act into the third, I kind of like, I lost my momentum of being happy for it. Even though I enjoyed it more than four and five, I started getting to be like, this is starting to piss me off. <laughs> and I was getting like, okay, well, maybe, maybe some big twist will happen and it'll completely X out my, and it, it didn't. So, uh, so let's keep going yeah. because we're going to obviously talk about this more, but okay. Uh, now we get back, they're back at the apartment. They're all basically, uh, they're having like a, I don't want to call it a party, but they're all, eating dinner and just they want to be able to keep an eye on each other and whatnot uh and then the boyfriend from across the the building complex yep. sees that ghostface is in the uh in the apartment uh and he is trying to warn them um and the ghostface kills both mindy no not mindy um quinn Quinn and whatever fucking guy Quinn was banging that night. Yes. Oh yeah, uh, I forgot that she was banging someone, so he died. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they they, yeah. they go into the bathroom at one point when they're trying to run away, and like his like mutilated court, like I mean, really aggressively is like in the bathtub. Yes. Okay. Yes, the bathtub. And real quick, I just want to ask this because I wanted to make a, a just because I didn't know if it was before or after, but did the did the therapist die yet? Uh, I mean, I'm reading a a concise one i believe he did yes yeah so it's not addressing that here well i just what with the killings because i wanted to talk about the killings because like the the aggressiveness of the boyfriend in the tub the the body in the beginning right Mm because but with a therapist i love the setup for it like i love how he came into focus in the door remember like oh yeah we go say so there and then he came through i hated how they did the the knife through the face because it very was reminiscent very much reminiscent of Wes at the door in five with the throw I was like again could we have done something where like he like even slit his throat but like in a violent way I would have been down with it but I just felt like it was we saw that and I don't I, I, I don't I just didn't know your take on it because I felt like that was very similar to Wes and and I was like uh and then when we got the the body parts in the bathtub and how brutal that was. I was like, Oh, okay. So we're, we're switching it. We're switching it back up. Yeah. Um, I mean, he literally throws, uh, and going back to violence. I mean, I like this part. He throws Quinn's dead body at them, uh, yes. which I believe that's a first. Uh, I was yeah. like, Oh wow. Okay. So we're using people as weapons. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, at this point, um, this is where, they they devise the way that they're going to escape is they're going to take a hot guy hot neighbor guy is going to put a ladder over the the windows 
Yeah. They're going to climb out. Uh, Mindy gets stabbed in the shoulder at this point, I believe, or, or cut on the arm or something. Yeah. Um, and oh, and then uh, in the in the before they get to this part, uh, Ghostface like fucking obliterates uh, uh, Mindy's girlfriend. Like, I mean, I was like when, when he like he cut her and then like, I mean, it wasn't just a little bit like she was I was like, I'm like, I think her guts are going to fall out. Like, that's what I was waiting for. I was yeah. like. And then, and they're sitting there going like, "Yeah, she's gonna, you know, they're devising this plan to climb across the thing." I'm like, "This this bitch's fucking guts are gonna hit the fucking pavement." What are you talking about? I was hoping for that too because, and then her politeness. No, you go first. I would have been like, "Bitch, my guts are gonna hang out. Like, I need right. to go mosey my way on." I, yeah. see, see, that's the way you think. My thought was this: I, I was like, if I was Mindy, I would, I probably would have been like, "Listen, honey, like, I'm sorry, but like, you, you ain't gonna make it, like." I got more of a chance. So yeah. excuse me. <laughs> you, uh, that ain't something. Well, in this movie, you can come back from anything. But I, I was like, uh, that, uh, that, you ain't coming back from that. <laughs> no, at least she died. Yeah. I'm happy. I mean, no, no ill illness towards, ill will towards his, her girlfriend, but at least she fucking died. Yeah. Uh, and in a pretty, I mean, a definitely a unique way for Scream. No one's ever died like this before. Uh, while she's hanging on the, the the ladder, Ghostface comes up and just gives her a little shaky shake, and and she hits the fucking pavement and is deader than fucking a sack of shit. <laughs> I mean, boom! I know that's all. Oh, she and she bounces her head off the fucking uh, dumpster, and it was oh, it was rough. I remember that because it was on her way down. She was like, "Ding!" And fucking yeah. Yep. It wasn't just a pavement. She 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 hit. She they they had to give her a little extra violence, which I'm I'm happy. Like this is. This is what I want in a screen movie. Just add that little bit into it. So I'm happy that we got that. Uh, agree. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Officer Bailey shows up, mourns Quinn's death. Uh, and then they kind of set up a, a pretty, I would almost say the theme of the movie uh, is Bailey's been removed from the case because he's now involved because his daughter's there. Yeah. And uh, they're like, wait, we think we can take down Ghostface. Uh, are you in? And he says, no one fucks with my family. And that's kind of becomes the theme of the movie. Yeah. Always tying into the family. Yep. Uh, so uh, now he's on the team and they're going to try and uh, set up a, uh, a sting, if I'm correct. Is that the next part here? Yes. Yeah. yeah they're trying to set up a sting on um, the uh, Ghostface. When it turns out Ghostface ain't nowhere nearby that they thought that they were. Actually, I did like the line, by the way, where I believe it was Mindy who said, listen, we're I'm literally in a van in a park. This is exactly how my uncle died. <laughs> like, I liked that part, but I felt like that was so fucking like forced, like them in a park as bait. I was like, come on. Like, I felt like it was very much mirroring too. Which I, I, a lot, like, people said that. Like, it felt like two just recycled. Which uh, I, 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 I get it. I totally get it. That's fine. But, like, there's getting my PTSD from, like, ho the Halloween trilogy. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. mirroring this. And I'm like, please, God, don't make it, like, please don't do this. So when that happened, I, but I did like her line about Randy. Because, of course, I was like, okay, that's, I like that. And then immediately, it's Gail. So they're they're at the upper the upper west side or east side, and then they're like, "Oh, it's Gale," and I'm like, "Motherfucking, come on!" Well, I was like that, but here's where I I see I'm not 
I'm not against Gail being in the movie at this point because yes. if she gets got, yeah, it's worth it. Yes. And what happens here is a pretty good scene. Like I like this. So Gail figures out what what's happening, yep. and she's on the phone. Which I like the part where he's uh, they address the fact that Gail's never gotten a phone call. Yes, I do. I do like that too because I'm like, okay, if she's going out like this, yeah. this Gail, is the way to do it. Gail finally gets a phone call. I'm like, everything's lining up, uh, and. I like that in silently you can, and you see it, but Gail doesn't see it where uh, she, he murders the boyfriend. Yes. I do like that too. A pretty good chase scene in, uh, happens. I'm all for what's going on. I, I like that Gail is smart because she's not going to fall for the same dumb shit. I like when she's like, Hey, hang on a second. Yeah. And she, she fucking hangs up and just <laughs> dials the, uh, the redial and yep. hears it. And then just bang, 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 bang. I, that Loved that yeah. moment. Yes. Loved it. I'm like, my theater went crazy for yeah. that part when she said, hey, "Oh, hang on, everyone went, oh," and people <laughs> were like, "Yes," and I was just like, "Okay, this is, this is gonna be good." Yeah, it's it's awesome. Like this is, I'm like, this is everything I wanted. Is right here. Like, uh, Gail, you know, they they address it. She's never been the phone call. She's smart. She's fighting back. She's like she's gonna like, I'm like, she's gonna go out, but she's gonna go out like a champ. You know, she's gonna go out swinging. Like that's what I want. She gets fucking brutally. She she almost gets to kill him. She gets stabbed with a piece of glass. Yes. And then I think she also gets stabbed by the knife too after that. I think because the, the, the glass was the first <gasps> for me because I'm like, I knew it was yeah. coming. But of course, I'm just like when initially when it happens, I'm like, <gasps> and then she got it again. And that's when she delivers the line about Sid. I think yeah. like, right around like the end part of cutting to the the end of that scene is when she made that. So I'm like. Okay. Yeah, they basically chase Ghostface off, if I'm correct. Yeah. They or they shoot at him, I believe. Yeah. Um, and then you get the stupid line, uh, yes. tell Sydney he never got me. And I'm like, okay, dumb line, but this bitch is finally dead. Yes. And then, and I I I, I want to know so badly in an off-camera. ADR line, you don't, which is just, I, I don't, do you know, ADR just where they add in uh, after, uh, they add it in after the fact, like, uh, okay. you know, just like, like from, 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 yeah. get, well, they add like, you know, like, they forget that they've not done something or they'll just add like, you know, like when you're not showing a character's face and they just, they, you know, whatever. Yes. I wonder, because I'm like, it looks like they, everything here was what I wanted. I just wanted Gail dead at the end though. Yeah. And instead, there's an 80-yard line that is not said on screen. So it's someone said it. And I'm wondering if they pushed out and did it afterwards where they say, she's got a low pulse. And I was like, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> like, they're, they're panning away and it's the paramedics. Yes. And it said, she's got a low pulse. And I was like, fucking Christ. Like, can someone please just die? That's important. Just die. Yeah. And and she would have been the, if, if just Gail had been the one to die. Yep. And everybody else lived. Sure. Movies in is is like a full letter grade higher for me. Same. But I still yes, but I still want more people dead. We did not get that so. I I, I want more people dead too. I just but she was this was the time if if ever to pull the trigger. This was the time. What is left? I can't believe Courtney Cox wants to still fucking do this shit. Which makes me nervous because it's like Okay, at what point are we 
cow are we catering or are we doing fan service like full-on fan service and and doing this but like and i'm sure there's gonna be a lot of people at, at, that listen to the episode after like i because like i know bella loves gail and she's like what and couldn't believe it but like we there there has to be something that 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 gives us that like oh my like that oh shit they're fucking ruthless they're gonna pull out you know all these stops you know and and kind of give themselves a name because west did it kevin william they they did that in the, in the first couple ones they need to stop being pussies and they need to do it i a hundred percent agree this what's what is left for that character the character's been out of gas for fucking two movies already thank you and to evoke that emotion from me and to set it up so that I'm like, Oh man, the shit is really going down. She's the perfect character to kill. It's exactly now. I know you disagree with the the movie, but it's exactly what got me in five where I'm like, Oh, okay. Dewey, who I infinitely enjoy more than Gail. Yes. Now I know the stakes are high because you've just killed Dewey and now shit is real. Exactly. Because that's how I felt with Randy. When he was done, I was like, fuck, like there he goes. And Anybody then, can get it. Yeah. And then like with Cotton, when he got it in the opening of three, I was like, shit, like you're killing off these like legacy characters. And that's what made me like all bets are off. Like this is going to be a bloodbath. And that's what I miss about it. And here's what I, 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 I just, I, I, I believe and mm-hmm. this, I have nothing to back this up. I want to know. I'm sure it'll come out eventually, but maybe on the fucking DVD. I believe they wrote this to she's dead. I believe that they filmed that thinking she was dead. And and I think that when they edited it, they pushed out and then they gave that stupid bullshit little line because the only other reference to it is at the end of the movie, one of them goes, uh, Gail's at the hospital with Mindy. Yes. Yes. And and it was like known that she was there with Mindy. That's it. Yeah. And it's like, okay, okay. So she never appears on screen again. I am, I am betting. I, if I, I, I I am betting she, that they filmed that and they wrote it, that she is dead and that they fucking, and maybe the producers or whoever were like, we can't kill off Gail. We gotta have Courtney Cox. What other legacy character we're going to have? No one. Because make your own fucking movie. Like, go off of what you're trying to do. And the other thing, too, which is, this is just me, and I know it really doesn't hold much to everyone else, but, like, when you find out who the killer is and finding out who killed Gail or who attempted this, it's so fucking unbelievable. And that part annoys me because they literally chucked the boyfriend. They fucking threw the boyfriend. That dude is okay. Like I have issues with that. I do. They'd be like, <laughs> they'd be like my kid trying to take out a grown ass man. Like, yeah. I, and I, I won't. We when we get to the reveal that, but like, I have. Pro- that's what I have problems with. If some like with Dewey, if it would have been, and it's horrible to say it like that because I'm. I don't. I don't want it to come across like that. But like Stu, or Stu was believable when he killed people. Billy was believable when he killed people. Mickey was believable when we killed people. Mrs. Loomis, she's got a little bit more like earth to her. And she's got like some aggressive, you know what I mean? Like, I, and I, and I believe most of the killings were done by Mickey. Exactly. And I'm not trying to play that card because with basic instinct, there's women that can kill people. I get it. But for this franchise, 
that 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 oh, that irks me at the end. So, I, I, well, fair enough. I mean, maybe that explains why so many fucking people live. Maybe, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ex- well, well. Uh, I mean, let's the the, the next scene here is they, they they get split up, uh, and now we're on the subway. This is the scene I referenced earlier. I thought the scene was done extraordinarily well. Yes. Um, I like that Mindy is it's Mindy and the new kid Ethan, I think his name is. Yes. Um, and they are and, and Mindy just keeps going, uh, get away from me, Ghostface. Uh <laughs> you, you, I'm I'm not sitting by you. Uh and they are on the train together, on the subway together, and uh, there's a great scene where as they're going through the tunnels and the lights are going on and off, Yes, there's this one ghost face. There's a lot of ghost faces on the train, but there's one that's just staring at her. And every time mm-hmm. they go through the, the lights, he gets a little closer and a little yes. closer and a little closer until eventually he fucking guts her. And I'm like, again, I'm like, oh, man, she's done. And I was kind of sad. I'm like, I like Mindy now. Yes. She doesn't just stab her. He stabs her and does the whole, like, pull up you know <laughs> like yes and i felt the same goddamn way as you was like man i really started to begin to i was beginning to like her and she's getting it but i was like okay this is okay because this is all bets are off in a screen movie yep and i thought what a way to go because it was beautifully done and the other thing too since you avoided the trailers that was totally edited to be they're all on the same train and they they showed that scene and then you see Mindy's face and that was it. So you're like, there's no way that they're going to kill Mindy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like from yeah. watching the trailer, I'm like, there's no way that that scene actually happened. So that was like it. shocking for you then? Yes. Cause when they got split up, I'm like, okay. And then when she got stabbed, I'm like, oh my God, that sucks. But not saying out of all of them, I would have been okay with Mindy because I actually enjoyed her, but I was like, okay, that's one out of the group. You got three left. Now we're back to kind of like a formula. Yeah. Well, and can, can I, can we address one thing here again? Yes. Again, because I, it, it's jumping to the end, but I feel like this is really the end of Mindy's story at, mm-hmm. in this movie. Yeah. I a hundred percent thought she was going to be dead and I was like, Oh shit. But I'm like, again, I didn't need it, to, but I was fine with it. I was yes. like, okay, fine. Uh, but just again, believability at the end of the movie, we get that line that says, oh, uh, Gail and Mindy are at the hospital. Well, Mindy's actually on her way up here now. They tried to keep her in there. But they could. I'm like, that bitch, if, with what happened to her, would not be anywhere but the hospital. Are you out of your mind? Like, like you, how? Oh, yeah. I'm just going to tape up my fucking guts and I'll be there to, to support my bro. <laughs> like, what are you fucking talking about? <laughs> that pissed me off, too. I was like, how? Because she got stabbed so many fucking times. And like you said, you saw the whole, like, motion up, like the classic gutting yeah. of someone. And then that that shit pissed me off. Because I'm like, you know what? This is just diluting it so much and it's making it not enjoyable. And I was like, all right, even if you want to let her live, fine. Like, cool. that, that's fine. But I do not buy that she is mere hours later like oh yeah i i'm all good i had to come down and help out the the, the team like i got some staples in my stomach from a fucking butcher knife getting sliced up my yeah, let me pick up my fucking spleen off the ground real quick but like i was just like come on man you, you could have just did the line that she's at the hospital i would have i would have been fine it's not like you haven't fucking done that with kirby before so what's the goddamn difference right or like even not even like alluded that she was 
alive. And then like, maybe, you know, they're, they're, they're coming off of like this story in the next one and they go see her in the hospital and like Ghostface kills her in the hospital. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, or like whoever's taking over, like something happens and have it be that way. Like I would have been fine with that. But again, so someone else who got brutally attacked is miraculously still alive. Yep. It's ridiculous. Another one, another bull. And it's not the last one. No. And that's, that's the thing that is, that drives me nuts now that we're getting, because it's fun to talk about the first, you know, the first part of it and then somewhat of the second, but now we're getting into this, like we're getting to the end now. Yeah. We're in the end game. I mean, well, let's talk about the end game. Um, and they went here earlier. We kind of passed over it and we touched on it a little bit, but for time constraints, uh, they're, 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 they decide uh, the only way that they can do this is, is they're going to have to set a trap. So they decide to go to the fucking evil lair that uh, Gail found that the police and the FBI couldn't find. What yeah. do you think about the evil lair that has it's, it has every single ghost face mask. That's where he's getting the masks. It has every knife. It has every piece of clothing. It has everything that's ever been associated with the murders. So of course, like, the nostalgic part of me thinks it's awesome to see like Stu's robe and to see all the pieces like that's, you know, that's cool. But this setup, I felt like from seeing promos from the movie before I actually saw it, I, th I think I saw something that said like stab the musical. So I thought maybe in New York city, they were going to go down that Avenue. Like there was a stab musical happening. Like a Broadway and or something. Yes. And then like they had the, the pieces. That's what I thought. But to have it be introduced like this, that it was someone's like shrine, I'm like, this is a little bit fucking ridiculous. It was but unbelievable. It was so unbelievable. And there I go again, I feel like they're trying to throw this nostalgic, like, oh, there's there's Stu like for me, there's Stu's, here's all this stuff. And that will bring back the memories of the old movies. I don't know. It just it didn't do anything for me. And it was so unbelievable that I was like, this is so fucking stupid. It was so unbelievable. Like I'm like, again, like you said, part of me is like, oh, there's Billy's shirt with the fucking pig's blood on it. And like, you know, like all that, yeah. like, I'm like, okay, or not pig's blood. um, Corn syrup. Corn syrup. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know what I was wrapping the carry thing. Yeah, obviously. Um, No, he also had pig's blood too. No, <laughs> uh, he made it real. Um, Like part of me is like, okay, that's really cool. Uh, But then I'm just like the believability and like the throwaway line that they have is like, you know, well, like you know, like oh well, is, isn't all this evidence? Well, you know, some cops can be bri can be bribed. It's like, yeah, some. I don't think all of them. And <laughs> and, it, and also, like, you didn't. It's not like oh, one or two pieces of evidence went away. The whole fucking case is gone. <laughs> like every I single mean, piece of evidence. Like how the fuck did you, you get stuff sent from L.A.? You had stuff sent from. Uh, Woodsboro from fucking Windsor College. Like, give me a fucking break. But then I felt like that was too much in our face, too, about you could bribe cops because we have two cops that are in the main cast. Well, not in the main, but like that are pretty much key characters in this movie. I mean, I think at this point we can say at least who one of the killers is. Well, so, but that they were, they were, they were putting on Kirby. And when yes. that, that came up, I'm like, if they fucking make her the killer, I will be so pissed. And I know some people might have been happy, but I was like, no fucking way. 
No, it was, she has no connection. One of okay, we'll just say that one of the killers is a cop. Yes. Um, so like you could theoretically you could go well maybe the 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 the, the cop is stealing all all this shit. But yes. again, like you said, he okay, it's Detective Bailey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I can't. Uh, he's a New York cop. Up until now, none of the murders have happened in New York. So it's not like he can just fly over to L.A. and be like, let me just get your shit. Out. Like, I'm going to steal all this garbage. Like, uh, it just is this unbelievable. The shrine was just unbelievable for me. Um, totally unbelievable. And also, too, the killings did not happen yet. So for him to request this fucking shit for what sole purpose? Because I, if I were another cop and I had some cop being like, hey, I need... Stu's robe i need the the piece from Derek's cross i need this i'd be like for what fucking purpose because isn't like i'm sure in realistic perspective there has to be legal issues why you have evidence so for someone to request that that's totally unbelievable to have as much pieces so, yeah. so again that was setting me up for like this is fucking not gonna this is not gonna be good yeah it was a very stupid set piece once I let my mind just accept the stupidity of it, I yes. was like, all right, I can move past it. But it just I, I had to address how stupid that setup was. Um, all right. We're in the the end game here. They're going to try and catch Ghostface. Uh, like you said, Detective Bailey, we now know he's the he's one of the killers. Uh, he's trying to make it look like Kirby is the killer. And reality, it's him. And he's the one who told them to use that as a location. So he set a trap for them now. Yes. Before that, though, there is one thing that was ultimate fan service and gives you that little piece of hope for for Stu's return. Uh, what about Kirby's line? You want to you want to you want to talk about it? What did she say about Stu? Well, uh, so one of them refers. I think they're looking at the TV because Kirby does a thing where she's like uh, joking about pushing a. Uh, she's j joking about the TV, I believe, or something. Yeah. And she says, uh, someone says, yeah, well, that's how they got Stu Mocker. And then Kirby said, well, that's if you believe he's really dead. Oh, yes. And I, I don't I don't even know why that didn't like stand out to me. But I was just like, before it happened, I was like, maybe that was too much. Like, maybe it is Stu. Because also, and I didn't realize that his, his, his ghost face costume is not up there. Yes. Well, I believe um, if you were, if, uh, um, one of the one of the kids was wearing it. Oh, because uh, if you recall, while there were uh, a, t all right, the killers are. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, the killers are Detective Bailey and his two children, which are revealed to uh, revealed to be Ethan and the thought dead Quinn. Uh, when they're uh, and now I'll get to that when they're referring to it, uh, Quinn, uh, Quinn or Ethan, I think it's Quinn says, I got to wear your dad's mask because they're all wearing that. They're all wearing the different costumes. And I think, yes. and uh, so yeah. one of them is wearing Stu's mask. I, I would have to presume it was Ethan. Yes. Damn it. Well, there goes my theory of who Ghostface could be in the next one. Cause I was well, thinking if there's still that line there's still that line means that they know people want something to do with Stu. they want Stu, and they they're they're addressing that they i think that maybe is their way of hearing people being like we hear you we hear you we, we yeah. fucking hear you <laughs> see and, and and like i remember the tv but i don't remember kirby saying that so maybe i was just kind of like already in like it, it's it man, may not be when she I, it's when she's talking to because this is this is earlier in the movie because this when they, they went into it with Gail. 
Yeah, they go into and her and Mindy are bonding over their love of horror movies. And I believe she's talking to Mindy about it. And then Mindy brings up Stu and then yeah. she says the line, well, that's if you believe Stu's really dead. Um, so which leaves it open ended. And there's hope that there could be some Stu connection. But again, it's gonna, I, I want to hear your pitches for it afterwards. When and uh, if it happens, I'll be happy for it. That's yes. all I'm saying is because yes. I hope they do it justice, though. I hope it's not stupid. But yes. I have a feeling it'll happen. So, so to the, yeah. So to the reveal though. So mm -hmm. after we find out who they are and the motive, how did you feel? Well, I will say one thing. Uh, I like the way the reveal was done because mm -hmm. you see, you, well, there's, there's two ghost face and then a third yeah. steps up and you're like, ah, shit, there's three ghost face, which the guy next to me again, very was like, lost his mind when he saw the third ghost face. He was like, <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> which we, we've never had. A, we've never had three. We've never had three. We've, we've had ones, we've had duos and now we have a trio. Yes. I like the idea of trio. It's different. Um, and I like, the only thing I will say is, so it's, 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 it's just, it's screen two. It's the same exact motive. It's the same exact, it's, it's everything. It's the same exact motive, except he used his own children. Now he didn't find a, a Mrs. Loomis didn't have to find a crazy person. He already had two children that he just used. Yeah. And, 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 okay. For me, that was okay. The reveal, I was like, oh shit, that there's three. The fact that it was Richie's dad and the fact that it was finishing Richie's movie. I just, I, I hate Richie. <laughs> I hated, like, I did not like him as the killer. So for me, I was just like, I, I checked out there. I'm like, this is fucking okay. Because it was Scream 2. It was exactly like Scream 2. And it was for someone who I could have cared less about. And, and I know that, I know that it's right off of Scream. So of course. Well, and just a, I mean, I know you could go logic wise here. This is, but like Sam dated Richie. Yeah. He never talked about his family. He never showed you a picture of his dad, of his sister, of his, like he never, you never saw nothing. Like, I, I mean, I understand that he was manipulating and using her the whole time. So, right. but I just, I feel like at some point, you know, does the motherfucker have a Facebook page? Like, you know, like that was my question because so mirroring in a sense too, as soon as Debbie salt walked out, well, excuse me, Gail walked out first and then Debbie walks out and then she's like, Mrs. Loomis. And you get that delivery. Cause that's when I was like, you know, 10, I'm like, Oh, you're like freaking out about it. Cause that was an awesome reveal. Yeah. But the fact that Sam had no react, like, did she not, know whose family was did they maybe they didn't meet because sometimes i mean i i don't know relationships i don't know if people just don't meet their parents or know oh, anything yeah. about their family but like you would think this would be kind of general knowledge like my dad is a cop yeah my dad's a cop in new york city um anything you know. like that thank something, you I was, something so that to me too was my other i'm like how the fuck does she not know of these people and then i'll also say the one, so I figured out one of the three. Yes. I I don't know why. I just I, I knew instantly. I was like Quinn's not dead. I was like I just I just knew it. I I don't know why. Like that's the one I figured out. I was like they set this character up and 
unceremonious like you don't she gets killed off camera yeah you you, you don't know, see anything really every other kill in this movie is extraordinarily violent but yet all we really see is her get thrown at a at the the you know the i would say heroes but the the, the, the survivors but uh i just could i i knew that when i was like boom plus i'm like that actress i think is kind of popular i was like i don't think she signed on to do a fucking five minute role so i kind of knew that one like a side yes like a side character see so for me i didn't i didn't pay attention to that i thought i'm like okay she will because she's one of the friends i thought you know Just going on with the, the the general formula of a screen movie like if you are friends or you're related or you're like a love interest or something chances are you're gonna die i thought it was ethan because I, he was there and then he was it was so quick about the alibi and he's like, I was here and, and this and that. And I'm thinking, okay, but like, why are you, why are you off with Mindy and Mindy's getting stabbed? Not you dying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that whole part, because I'm like, if he, how is he safe? Like if Ghostface is going to kill anyone. Okay. And I know that sounds stupid of me to say, because yes, he should kill Mindy, but like you should be one to die. And then he would go kill Mindy. Cause you're like with her. So you would think that he would fucking take him out and then take her like to a twofer in a sense. So the way that he was kind of like lingering and they kind of like put the spotlight on him and he had an alibi. I was like, you know what this I've had an alibi has been done by like the main dude, Billy. I don't, I don't believe it. So I thought it was Ethan. And uh, obviously that could have made sense. I just, I kind of was going with the reason I didn't suspect Ethan is exactly what you said. It's almost how Mindy put it out there. Like, it's too obvious, you know, but like yeah. you said, so, sometimes they just right there. It's the obvious one. Yeah. Uh, and then what about Dermot Mulroney? Uh, did you see that one coming? I didn't because, okay. I've heard other people say like with his delivery, when it came to Quinn dying, that it didn't seem sincere. I thought it was. So I didn't really, I really didn't think like too much of it, but then like him surviving was another, another thing because even with Kincaid in three, he got attacked a couple times this dude was barely even touched and he was a bigger name. So, I mean, that should have stood out to me, but it didn't. So that one got me. Now I have a question here. Cause this is just where, and I put some thought into the, the Quinn character. Here's yes. my question. Yes. And they may have explained it. I think they tried to. Why fake her death? They faked it. So it could seem like, I don't know. Didn't they say it was because I believe they said it so that, well, we could have, we, we, you know, we, once we took her out, she was free to, you know, you guys didn't think it would be her. So she could basically stalk you and fuck with you at all times. And you wouldn't have, you know, like, I guess that was their reasoning. She pretty much, she pretty much did everything to everyone. That's the thing that pissed me off about Gail was that little Quinn is going to fucking take out, Gail's boyfriend, who seemed like a big beefcake dude. What? It couldn't have. You no, know, Dermot was in the. He was in the park. Yeah, and Ethan right. was in the class because he had the yeah. alibi for that. So that's what pissed me off too, because I was like, because my whenever reveals happen and you and, and they pretty much say who they killed, you mm-hmm. or like they kind of allude to who they like attacked or who they killed. I was like, no fucking way. Did she throw that dude through the fucking glass? Did she attack him? Like, if. A big, a bigger, a bigger stature person, even if it was a fucking girl, got stabbed like that or attacked. You know that they're going to turn around and do something. He would have, with one arm, took out Quinn. 
Yeah. I, you know what I mean? Like that. It just, I didn't, I didn't like it. I did not like that. She was part of it. I thought Ethan was just kind of like a, like a filler piece. And then like to have Bailey be the mastermind. I get it. I totally get it. But. And I, I will say, I think <laughs> so. Like I am with you on all of that. Yeah. I, I get like when Dermot's behind the mask, I buy it because he's a bigger dude, you know, he's older, but he's bigger. And he's, I, he's also a very good actor. So I, I believe once he does the reveal, I thought he did a very good job of playing a angry father. Um, and he, he was the beginning kill the, like all of the stuff in the beginning that seemed believable, like the bodega chase scene, that was him, his, his kill scenes, because he did the bodega scene, I believe he did the opening scene and I felt like it was calculated. So it was someone who would know how to like do something like that to the body. And also like the stealthiness of the bodega attack was, was like, you know what I mean? Like it felt very tactical, tactical and very like personal on how, intense it was so I, I feel like bailey yes detective bailey but again i just i i don't i don't care for richie so like i thought and this is just me and my like buzz stupor i'm like oh maybe it's Stu's family but when they were talking about family i'm like maybe that's like his sister because i knew that he had siblings yep. i'm like that would be cool that would be a cool way to introduce him so he's not really in the movie but it's like an indirect yeah, but his yeah. dad would have been like super his dad would have been like super old. Yeah, it's true. You know what I mean? Like, so well, his mom was really mad at him. <laughs> yes, exactly. So like, I don't know. I, I said Stu out loud. And then when they revealed it was Richie, I scoffed. I was like, Oh, <laughs> so upset. So like overall, well, here's the thing I'll actually say, which is funny is I, I like, Again, I'm just going to say I don't really care about the, the, the kids. I like Dermot Mulroney better than mm -hmm. I like Richie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I that too. It, it's, it's like you said, it, it's either the motive is either going to be it's revenge or it's someone. Craze fandom. Craze fandom. They went the revenge route. Richie was the last one to go. I get it. It's pretty much right down the middle. Simple storytelling. I wasn't offended by it. A little let down because, you know, you get your hopes up that it's going to be something more. Yes. It's, it's the second in a sequel or in a trilogy, though. So my guess is hopefully they'll get the bigger reveal in the third one. Yes. All in all, it was all right. We did skip over two things. Chad. Chad gets fucking uh, annihilated. Like, I mean, it's, it's, he gets dropped and is just getting stabbed like repeatedly by two of them. That scene, I liked that when they both came out and like Tara's looking at him and, and she's yeah. watching her love die. That I was like, okay, like at least we get someone out of the core four to bite the, to, and then he's live. <laughs> And, and at the end, I looks because I like Chad. I, I was so yeah. I was like I was happy to see that. I was like, okay, good. Yes. And and that was sort of the Dewey moment. I'm like, that's exactly what it would have happened to Dewey in this movie. He would have gotten fucking just annihilated, and then you know, miraculously, he comes back. The problem is, is that they've already done that three other times. <laughs> so like, it doesn't work effective. Now I'm just like, all right, well are these the dumbest killers of all time? Do they like, how, how can they just not kill anybody? And that's, and, and it's the, 
the most it's the most amount of ghost killers and no one fucking died and like like you said i would if mindy would have died and gail fine and we had tara sam chad or you could have had chad die too it's just i would have been fine either way if one of the the meeks kirby yes and kirby and if kirby gail and fucking either chad or mindy were to get it and then we had one of the brother or sisters plus sarah uh tam (laughs) sam and tara yes (laughs) these new characters tam jam jam tam jam tam Um, (laughs) we had two of those i would have been fine with this this would have been okay not like still I'm, i'm still yes I'm even okay with the core four making it because they established that as like, this is the guys going forward. I, I would be subvert my expectations that way. Fine. But Gail for sure should have died. And I'm and Kirby. Like, again, I'm like, why, why are, why are they, they're, they're stretching the believability to keep these characters alive that aren't bringing anything to the table. Like, cause, cause Kirby gets shot. Yep. Like Dermot shoots her when to reveal that he is the mastermind. Yes. He shoots her. Yep. Then uh, Ethan stabs her with the knife that she was originally stabbed by, which I thought was a cool touch. Yes. In the same died. exact spot. And in the same exact spot, she gets shot, I believe, a f- second time, if I'm correct. And she still lives. <laughs> I, and this, okay. And like you just said, it's such a stretch because in the other movies, like the shit that happened, it's believable. Do you know what I mean? Like you are this person that's involved in this group of friends, tough shit. You're going to fucking die. Now it's just even so unbelievable. That's like, you can be a part of this and you're still going to make it like they need, something needs to give. And I'm hoping that we get fucking reservoir dogs in, in three or in this part of the trilogy. If we get, if we get a fucking Halloween ends from Scream, I'll be pissed. It needs to be a fucking bloodbath in the next yes. one. Like, I mean, honestly, like, I'm because nobody got it in this one, mm-hmm. then I'm going to say that the only way that I think that the next one can go is either Sam or Tara got to die. One Which of the main gonna, girls have to die. It's not going to happen. They're gonna they're gonna be or they're gonna be the killers which I could, I could deal with that. That's a, that's different. I, I can deal with that, but something needs to happen. And I, I know they, that they want to keep Jenna Ortega attached to this forever because she's the hottest, like actress, like hottest is like, but like, left, yes. left, like a, 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 what do you call a Popularity. Popularity. Yes. Yeah. I wasn't <laughs> uh, she's like right now, like her popularity is at an all time high and yes. they want to keep her probably is forever. So my guess is they probably kill off Sam, which is, Kind of a shame because I like Sam more. Or make um, Tara the killer. Or make Tara the killer, yes. Because I would not mind her being like the you know, not the the one in the in the in the spotlight and have her be pissed off and have whatever issues that she's having and have her be the killer. I could be okay with that. Yes. But it's just I, I just like the 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 lengths that the writers went to it's like, we're going to be in the most violent scream ever, but nobody's going to die. Well, okay, but now I'm just like, the the, the, the the believability is just, 
it stretches it. Like I said, I go, I can deal with one character having that, that dewy moment. I can have that and I can go, all right, that's just a trope in the movie. Right. It's, it's everybody. Everybody has that superpower now. Like, but they said it too. This one's the bloodiest. This is this, the goriest. Okay. But somewhat, but no one fucking died. So only, there's, there's only non-important characters. Exactly. So again, I feel like it's a little bit of bait and switch and I feel like it's a little bit of, uh, we're going to be, uh, uh, we're going to stretch the truth just to get more people to be involved in this. And I think that's bullshit because I was expecting carnage candy. I'm quoting Randy from everything. Yeah. Everything like when he talks about what's going to happen in the movies, I was expecting that. Didn't get it. Not so yeah. much, but, but this one is more rewatchable to me than four and five. For uh, me. And that's the thing. I, I, as much as we're, 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 we're sounds like I still enjoyed it. I still had fun with it. I will definitely buy this movie. I will definitely rewatch this movie mm -hmm. probably more than a few times. Uh, yeah. It will uh, about once a year, I go through the whole screen group and just, it, and while four as often, it's a, probably the only one I ever skip just because it doesn't feel important. Yeah. Um, I, I won't skip this one. Uh, it, it'll be a part of it, but ultimately I mean, because, all right, I mean, the, to, to, just to end it out here, uh, yes. they, you know, uh, Jenna Ortega and uh, Melissa Barham, or I don't know, Barrera, Barrera, uh, they fight back, they kill the, the, the two kids, um, and then I do like the line at the, I actually really like the part at the end, uh, and, the, and the, the, the crowd really popped for that one, um, was uh, when, uh, what was it? Oh, they, they 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 go to show mercy to uh, the dad, and yep. then and then uh, and he's like, "Thank you," and then she's like, "But you did fuck with my family," and then just fucking <laughs> annihilates him. Yeah. Uh one thing I want to know your thoughts on because I know you hated it in the in the last one. What did you think about? And it was shorter this one, but yeah. there was uh, Sam had a was having a psychological breakdown again, and she saw her father's reflection in her in Billy's case, his shrine. Yeah. yeah. What did what did, what did you think? I didn't mind it, but I didn't hate the first one either. So. <laughs> I hated it. I was like, what is the <laughs> fucking point of him being a hallucination again in the, like, we, his, his robe is there. It's a fucking, like, a shrine built around what your father did. Do we really need another motherfucking hallucination? But then again, I feel like this is alluding to maybe the reunion of Billy and Stu or something to do with Stu in the next one and having, like, like the Hulu, I don't know. I just, I mean, she's crazy. <laughs> she is crazy, which makes me feel like the last one they're going to go balls to the wall, and she'll be a killer, and Stu will come back, and it'll be like you know the 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 daughter of Billy and like his counter, you know, wiping everyone out and hopefully all fucking dying. You know what I mean? But like, I don't know. When that popped up, I just went. Oh. <laughs> I was so upset when I saw his little face. I'm like get out of here <laughs> i i was okay with it in this one i'll be honest this one is i felt it was uh it was more unnecessary than in the last one because in the last one you're establishing that she has schizophrenia of some sort yes and uh that she's inherited that from her father yes. and that you know it, 
at least the hallucination story like storytelling wise like you know i i was like there's a reason you know it's he's there to tell her to you know unleash that side of her you know he's like it's like cheer her on as she stabbed yeah. him 20 22 times this one is just like well we wanted to have skeet on set like you know <laughs> he just shows up and i think he's just like take the knife take the <laughs> knife like it's like all right well we all know she's gonna pick that fucking knife up so don't you worry like there was like the storyline wise he really didn't add anything this time no and again i feel like it's just to serve the people that wanted to see him in there which is fine and it's not i'm not saying it because i don't like billy like i love the first one and i love the originality of it and i love them as the killers i think they're fucking top notch in in my list but i don't understand i get it but we all it's like it's like the 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 trailer discussion that we have on big franchise movies you don't even need to have a trailer because people are going to go see it you don't need to have billy loomis in it because people are going to go see it they're already invested in these characters they already know that sam is his daughter like to have his little peephole head in the in the robe see, i just <laughs> it's unnecessary when i saw him pop up pop up i was so annoyed i'm like are you kidding me can i uh can i tell you a a scene that i think got probably the biggest reaction of the whole movie in my theater yeah um and i again i've only seen it once so i'm probably setting it up wrong but it's when um uh when quinn uh just gets shot in the head it, like immediately very quickly yeah uh and i can't remember how it was set up i think she was giving her big speech or whatever and then all of a sudden uh sam was just like okay boom <laughs> and then just yeah. like shot her right in the head like uh the crowd the crowd went fucking pretty pretty wild for that one <laughs> yes and but i think she was the most annoying out of all of them well she's the most annoying and the most unbelievable as we stated earlier and uh, spends most of the movie not on screen <laughs> so like it's true and also too like if it, Here's my take too, my hot take. If it would have been just been Officer Bailey and Ethan, cool. Like, and I'm not discrediting a female killer because I love Mrs. Loomis, but Mrs. Loomis. I, you know, she because Miss Loomis was just that that take on it. I don't know why it felt so much more believable and like, you know, because it's it's they're doing the same thing, so it should make sense. But I just I don't know. I did not like the Quinn aspect. I didn't like how no one knew who they were. Other than when they're like, oh, we're Richie's family. Here's a question for you with Quinn. Uh, going back to her uh, being someone who likes to fuck. Uh, <laughs> uh, why did she bring a guy to fuck the night she knew she was going to attack? That just gave them one extra person that they had to chop up for no reason. Like whatsoever and obviously he wasn't attached to this so she's just like yeah we need an extra body like like you know what i mean like i'm just like she's just she's just adding more complications to their already complicated fucking plan and they could have just avoided that and had her just been at home in her room doing homework or doing something and then having ghostface you know I, come in i like to think there's a scene where like Dermot comes into the room and he's like, God damn it, you whore. You why'd you have to do this? And she's like, Dad, I'm sorry, I needed to fuck. And, and then, then he's, he's like, like, and then he's like, I gotta go fucking murder him now. And then you just you know, like I, I like to think there's some deleted scene for that. God damn you, honey. God, you stupid. This is why slut. I like this is why I like Richie better. Dad. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah. Uh, what did so, you, yeah. What did you think about the scene where uh, Tara's like, "You gotta let me go," and I'm like, "Okay." And then she falls, and I, I it looked to me like when she fell, she got stabbed in the gut. Yes, but then we- they never addressed it. I was like, she seemed totally fine after that. And when you're falling from up there and he, she literally lets her go. And then was it Ethan that she got? Uh, yes. Yeah. Her and Ethan fought. Yeah. When she goes down, it looked like Ethan got her here. She's still going to continue to fall. So here's another medical fucking miracle that nothing really happened. And I'm sure she's hitting a fucking kidney, a liver or something. He is going down. How and and then it was just played off like nothing. And at the end, they're having a conversation on the steps. Yeah, and like making jokes. Like I yeah. like I literally started a question. I was like, "Well, did he stab her?" I'm like, "I'm pretty sure he he caught her on the way down in the stomach." I was like, "I'm pretty sure he did." And um, but I was like, maybe I saw. Maybe I just saw that in my head because I'm like, she did not address the fact that you know she's been stabbed at all. but then again like it's tara who fucking had the knife in the hand in the first one and then the fucking four stabs in the back and she fucking lives so i'd love to know what happens in woodsboro and how these people have like immunity towards at least in the first one like you know when she got stabbed she like like i I hate to use like a wrestling term but she sold it you know like she's like limping and crawling and she's crying and she's you know and then even then for the rest of the movie she's limping and crawling and and, you know in this movie she's just like you know she took it like she's the terminator she's just like that's that's all you got bitch a nine inch blade (laughs) like I, i i could not with the believability of this movie i was just like i i can't and, and it's Jenna Ortega. She's like 80 pounds. <laughs> like that would have, like falling would have broken her legs. I would have assumed from up that high. And then again, I played that scene in my head. I was like, I was like what did Ethan get stabbed or did she? But then after, then they killed Ethan, correct? Yes. Yeah. Then, then she kills Ethan. Yeah. Cause she was, uh, uh, and then she kills Ethan but he doesn't really die because he comes back and then Kirby pushes the TV on him just like Stu. Yes. And I believe Kirby says, I saw that in a movie once. And I was like, I think referencing stab, Um, which I was fine with that part, but I I felt like it, it it was going to happen at that point. I was just like, just keep it going because I'm already like, I don't know. I, I, I enjoyed it, but I did have issues with, some of the stuff and i mean and then it, i mean from there i mean it's over in the next minute uh yeah. like after after they kill dermot Mulroney, dermot Mulroney, they just cut to them outside mindy's magically okay and is at, out there uh we see chad getting carted away which did i was like hear, yeah did you hear the adr with that we got a we got a live one here i'm yeah. like can you not act like this is fucking dewey because this is not yeah uh yeah. And, and then they have the little tease where she, uh, Sam stole, or I guess, I don't yes. know, stole, but she kept Billy's mask. Yes. And she's hiding it from Tara, but then she drops it in the street and then they just walk off into the sunset to go, I have no fucking do what, do, please, I would hope go to the fucking hospital is where they should go. <laughs> they just went about their normal lives because no. this is just like, it happens, you know normally for them 
but that makes, I'm glad that you said that because that makes me want the way that she was holding it and trying to hide it. There has to be, well, I take that back. There doesn't have to be a, a reason why, but there's probably something. And I'm praying that this is a step in the direction of they're going to make them crazy and it's going to be all bets are off and we're going to get like an awesome reveal and, and something is going to happen. I think next, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I, I don't know. Overall, I, okay. Let, let's do rankings on the where we put it in the franchise for us. We've told each other this before, but I feel like for the audience, it would make more sense. You want to go first? Sure. Um, so my ranking is going to stay one, two, and three in the one, two, and three spot. Um, six is going to take the four spot because watchability and the shots very reminiscent of like the old chase scenes and stuff. So I went right in the middle. Um, then it's going to go four and then it's going to go five. All right. And then, so mine uh, would go one. Yep. Two. Yes. I put five at three. Cause I, I really like five. Yep. Um, and I'm going to put four below. I'm sorry. Six below uh, that one. Yep. Um, I just, I, I still, I, while there's, Things about six I like more. I, I I think five ultimately for me was just better storyline wise overall. Like eight, it was more believable. People didn't act like goddamn superheroes. Yeah. Um, you know, people fucking died. Character like characters died. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like and like it made me feel things. Uh, like for Dewey. Um, and then I'm gonna go uh, four, and then three is my least favorite. See, I think that's so cool for us that this one ranked higher. I mean, well, like not, high, but like for me was up than what I thought it was going to be. And for you, like just kind of tied in with five. Yep. Like I, I like how it, it dropped one. My, this is kind of the middle of the franchise for me. Yes. It, it, it's, it's everything below it. I kind of consider a bad one, three and four. Yep. This is kind of like the, ah, I, I, I enjoy it. And then everything above it. I really, really like if they would have killed people in this one and if they would have had maybe Quinn not be in the equation and had it be just the brother and Bailey then, or Detective Bailey, then I think, I don't know. The reveal still kind of annoys me, but I think the, the killings, if people actually died and we had that, like, Oh shit, like they're going there. I think that it, it wouldn't have ranked higher than, than the, the three for me, but I think I would have, it would have been like a, a different, a different feeling and a different opinion about it. But I still enjoyed it. I, I, I'll watch it again. I think it, if you if those changes were made, I mean, it, there's no reason that it couldn't have for me been above five, putting it in the top three for me, honestly. But yeah. because it didn't, uh, I mean, it, ultimately, this one played it way too safe. Is really what it ended up doing. Um, but yeah. and it's kind of a middle of the road movie for me i enjoyed it but i didn't hate it didn't love it. it it was it was fun but i'm definitely hoping for much more for the conclusion of this trilogy yes and i feel more hopeful with this second one than like the halloween franchise because when i watched oh kills, absolutely <laughs> i was already checked like kills i was checked out i was like this is not the this this wasn't for me so I'm happy that with this one, at least I was like, oh, and there was enjoyable moments that I actually really, you know, cared for. 
it's yeah, to- it's not a complete insult to the franchise. Like it's still a it's an enjoyable movie. Uh, it's not yeah. great, but like in in no in no way is this anywhere near like kills or ends or no. It's promising. You know what I mean? It, yeah. it, it gives hope and it makes me happy because, like you know, and everyone listening, I. I I was just like I don't know if I'm gonna watch it, and for it to be as effective as it was, I'm happy. So overall, I'm 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 glad. I'm so happy that you and I was nervous too. By the way, that's one of the things that I because I saw it in five days. You're and you're like telling me I'm getting ready to I'm gonna brave the snowstorm, and I'm like, oh god, should I tell her that that, that Billy's back? That Billy makes it. <laughs> so I'm like, I like, oh, she's gonna she's gonna risk her life, and the thing she hated the most about the last movie does make an appearance in this movie. <laughs> I love that you felt obligated because I could see you being like, should uh, I tell her? <laughs> I was like, ah, uh, like I I can't like honestly, I thought you were gonna go into this, and I thought you were gonna hate it after I saw it because I was like. Uh, well, they don't really kill anybody and we do get, uh, you know, a continuation with Richie, a continuation of Richie and we get a vision, uh, you know, another appearance of Billy. And (laughs) I was like, uh, and Gail doesn't die. I was like, (laughs) oh, I'm like, she, like, I was like, I wanted to just be like, maybe wait till the snowstorm passes. (laughs) (laughs) But I was like, genuine, like I was so excited for it and I was so this sounds super cheesy, but like I felt, um, oh my God, what's the word I'm looking for? I didn't want to, I was going to wear a scream shirt and I'm like, I'm not jinxing it because when I went and saw kills, I wore like a Halloween shirt. When I saw ends, I wore a Halloween shirt. I'm like, this is going to be great. When I went and saw a scream, I wore a scream shirt. I was just like, I'm not doing anything to get my hopes up because I don't want this to be like another, like a reoccurring thing. You know, like when football, when when sports teams play and people are like, don't wear the jersey because it jinx it. Yeah. I, I went all black. <laughs> I was like, I'm not taking any chances with this. I, uh, uh, well, I'm glad that it turned out to be because I, I was nervous that you were going to hate it. And I was like, oh, man, this is like, it's going to be, I'm going to watch my friend just lose all faith in one of her favorite franchises i know i was scared too but i'm and it's funny because we we didn't really even discuss it like we we've talked since i've gone to the movies and it's just been like our normal sending stuff back and forth or conversations but like we haven't even we didn't say that if we liked it or we didn't like it exactly well and i think it's just been weird because it's been like this thing that we needed that we obviously wanted to talk about and then Mm -hmm. we were trying to wait for the show i mean look this is now the longest episode we've ever done (laughs) Like, so it obviously was something we wanted to talk about. Uh, yes. And uh, I am very happy that we got to. I'm, I'm glad too. And I think people are going to look forward to listening to the episode because I haven't really talked too much about it to other people. Just like, oh, you know, like I didn't, I didn't, I, not like anything in depth. So I'm happy that we got to finally do that. Absolutely. And like a therapy session, God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but a much more positive one than, than when we did ends. Yeah. <laughs> uh anyway um i guess with ends though so my mom watched like i said she watched the franchise and she was just like what is this like what happened in the beginning why is that even important and she's like texting me as she's watching it and she's like wait a second where's michael (laughs) i'm just like brace yourself mom. great questions great questions mom and then at the end of it she's like well that was different she's like but it will never end because these movies never end. I'm like, he, but he, he was in the chopper. So 
I mean, for this storyline, it, it does end and she's like, I don't believe it. I'm like, I'm glad that you have the same skeptic, skeptical, skepticism, whatever. Hey, we saw him get his head chopped off in H2O and somehow he came back from that. So, you know, I mean. <laughs> All bets are off of Halloween. Yeah. He's going to be in space next. He was incinerated in the in the in the chopper thing. Honestly, his body went up to space, like because it, you know, everything went up, and then it came back together. And now Michael's in space. It's not the worst idea. I mean, it, would you rather have Michael killing people in zero gravity, or would you rather have Corey fucking Cunningham? Dude, Michael all the way. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Let's fucking do it. But yes. Uh, all right. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to get off your chest here or, uh, are we all screamed out? Um, I'm sure you and I could go on for hours about this, but I think for now, I think we're good. All right. Well guys, thanks for checking us out. Like rate, subscribe, share, do all that good stuff. Follow us on Instagram, follow us on everywhere. TikToks, all kinds of stuff. Jordan is, Jordan is always doing TikToks. I, I, I just, I just watch them. <laughs> I, I gotta, I, I mean, we, we have to do it on TikTok. TikTok is the place to be. Ah, and apparently you get, and, and if you listen to us, you can get into fights with uh, her on TikTok. So <laughs> that's something you can do if you follow us. Please don't. <laughs> Please don't fight with me. <laughs> I can't, I heard what you said about Gail. <laughs> I cannot believe that you said that. I'm done. <laughs> I'm only watching the franchise if Courtney Cox is in it. <laughs> I love friends. Good luck. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thank you very much. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.